Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 11th of January 2017, and this is The Gap, episode 352. I'm Luke Laurie, and Job Goroy is here with me in the new year. Yeah, boy, how 2017, was, what? How was your break? I had pretty good, got really sunburnt. Really sunburnt? Yep. You went up to the north, didn't you? I went to, yes, deep into the north, but uh, instead of a snowy wall... And dire walls, uh, all I got was uh, like fucking 39 degree days and 95% humidity. So, so you're used to it then because today has been fucking hot. It was pretty hot today. <laughs> pretty hot. It's still hot now. Like I have a fan on, which hopefully is not coming through this recording. Uh, if I can get rid of it. I can't hear any. I sort of maybe barely hear it. But- yeah. Uh, but even that is still like, wow, it's not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. It's very warm. Um, yeah. You, do you not, ha- you don't have aircon, do you? That's nightmarish. I don't know how you even operate. It's usually pretty good in this apartment. Um, but this year is for some reason has been quite hot. Uh, yeah. so I'm not sure. It's strange. Yep. Weird. Anyway, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, because we've played a lot of games over the break. It's only been like three weeks. Two yeah. Week? Two weeks? Three? I'm weeks. not sure. I want to say three. Three. Three-ish Maybe weeks. two. Maybe only two. Uh, yeah, wow. because we won two... Oh, it's been, yeah, three weeks yeah, since three we last weeks. talked. Okay. So, cool. we, I mean, we've talked before then, but last Obviously podcast. Past it, yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and that three weeks, I guess, uh, we went on holidays for about ten days. Uh, you obviously went away. I stayed at home, played a bunch of video games, and you played a bunch of video games, and Nathan played a bunch of video games, and now we're back at work, and that's why Nathan's not here tonight. He's quite busy still. He's got uh, deadlines to get through, um, because a lot of these games he didn't play with us, so... Yeah. Uh, and I know he did want to talk about some of these, which is unfortunate, but that just means there'll be a shorter show, right? True. If he was on, it'd be five hours. Which I'm sure, you know, I know we promised that every single podcast from now on was going to be 8,000 hours long, but uh, yeah. I'm afraid we're, there's only so much podcasting we can do. So we're going to get back to playing games, don't you see? Yeah, we've got games to play. Because uh, exactly. I think the Game of the Year podcast was about five hours. It was, actually. Yes. It was crazy. Because uh, Nathan listened to two hours of it. Uh, he was quite impressed with how, how good it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like we talked about. Of course it's good. Yeah. Right, good for seven I years. I don't think he got to the point where we were hammered. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> where we got to the end of that bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Because I, I, I genuinely don't remember, like, some other shit we apparently talked about. Yeah. Like, our favorite movies and stuff. I think that must have come at the end. You might have blacked out in rage when uh, yeah. Nathan started talking about his. Ah, because he fucking picked Deadpool. Instead of, you know, the obvious winner. Mm. Um, yep. Which, you know, obviously is Fantastic Beasts. You haven't seen that. You wouldn't know. No, it's true. I've got an idea. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's talk about, hey, uh, speaking of the Game of the Year podcast. Yeah. We jumped the gun. We got to redo the podcast. We got to do redo the podcast. We got to redo our stuff. <laughs> we have to redo our categories. Our categories. Holy shit! We played some stuff over that break, and uh, and the game released after our game of the year podcast. Yeah, as if they were waiting 
for us to podcast. I think that's actually what happened. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, we played it, and it was amazing. Um, Which one are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about Glitter Missing Grove. Yeah. Uh, if you you can you can check it out on Steam. It's pretty amazing. Um, it's it's not cheap. You know, it was uh, I think it was twenty bucks, right? Yeah, twenty bucks yeah. on uh, on Steam. But uh, yeah, it's this amazing, like, charming game where you. You've got a bunch of fairies and you've got this garden and what you're trying to do is you're trying to create this place for fairies to live. And so you're, you're gradually building houses from sleeping and like resource generation elements and, and stuff like that. And yeah, it's just this, I don't know. I just had a lot of fun playing it because like the more you play it, the more complex it gets the wider you like the harder it gets to manage the the resource man, uh, systems so you've got to you know you've got to manage food for the the fairies if you don't have enough food then the fairies will leave you've got, yeah. to, got to have food uh, wood for them to build things with uh which is challenging because sometimes you just don't have like if you chop down trees they don't necessarily grow back so you've got to like pick the branches that you're going to chop off quite I don't know. Specifically, you've got to be careful with that sort of stuff. Uh, you, like, have to specifically put these buildings in certain spots on the tree as well. Otherwise, they just completely topple over. Oh, yeah. Because like, you've got to use... It uses, like, all these physics mechanics. Um, and then on top of that, while you're managing all of this other stuff, there's seasons that factor into, like, what's going on around you. So, you get to, like, winter, and yep. then all of a sudden, there's no food growing. And you've food got to have that doesn't grow somewhere. at all. Yeah. And then, so your fairies start going hungry. <laughs> and so they got no food, so they start leaving. And then everything just grinds to a huge halt. Uh, the challenge I, I found was that, um, like, there's this gems system in it, which you can use to, like, it's another resources, like crystals. Uh-huh. Uh, it's sort of tied to all your magic and stuff. Yep. And you f- only find more gems by digging into the ground. So you have to go down into the ground. But to have light underground, sometimes, like, if you don't have enough wood, you've got to use the food to, like, food is the resource that's used to cast magic for light underground. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to, like, there are a couple of, like, real Sophie's Choice moments where you're like, oh, I don't know, do I do, like, do I spend five food and uh, see, like, enough so I can get a crystal or do I just have to wait it out? Is it, like, it's autumn, right? So I, I don't think I can do it or, you know, it's it's spring so I've got plenty of time. But, you know, as winter's approaching, you got to really, like, you know, gather your acorns, I guess, and make sure you get enough food to last through the winter. Because, yeah, otherwise, a couple of times I just wound up with, like, all my fairies were just, they just bailed in winter. And yeah. I basically had to start over. <laughs> you had to start rough. over. Yeah. That's terrible. Um, and, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's, it's an amazing game. I mean, I just, I really enjoyed playing it, like... I just had a lot of fun, especially the deeper you go into the the ground, yeah. the more interesting it gets. It does. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to talk about, about that part? Let's talk about that part. Because I've put four or five hours into this game so far. Yep. Um, Fair enough. I've got seven. 
you've got seven but you've played through it twice yes yeah um yeah so um yeah hidden if you dig deep enough into the uh into the ground uh if you go down far enough you'll find a door underground and if you click on the door and enter it you will enter frog fractions too yep or frog fractions three which is amazing (laughs) I don't know. The jury's still out whether the ARG was Frog Fractions 2. Yeah. And and Frog Fractions 3 is what's hidden in Glitter Midden Grove. But, uh, yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) It is so good uh, how he has made this game. Um, Just the things that, like, that lead to the various types of games in there. Yeah. Um, but just once you start getting deeper and deeper into this game, it's like, oh my goodness, this guy's a genius. <laughs> like he's, he's honestly very smart. Uh, I, I like the fact that this game, uh, as opposed to frog fractions, the first one is kind of all the other stuff is it, it's all centered around this one game that you kind of keep going back to. Yeah. And it just keeps on evolving as like you go deeper and deeper into it and it's just so smart the things that you do and you get to this point where um you you think you've got stuff figured out and then it just turns it completely on its head and your mind just gets blown of just how much there is in this tiny little game that he's he's carved out uh yeah i just uh I, i think it's really smartly designed there's um there's the only issue that I've got with it is that I got to a point where I am now stuck and yep. I haven't looked at any guides up until yep. that point. It was very, I wouldn't say obvious as what to what I should be doing, but it's uh, signposted one. Well. Yeah. It was very like marked out well as in terms of what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of stuck now. I feel like I'm at this stage where, all right, I need to, maybe I, this is the part where I need the help from the internet or um or i'm just not looking at it right but yeah up until that point i was pretty much cruising my way through and and getting uh getting to the the bits and pieces that i needed to um and i'm just not sure this is maybe another section of it kind of like kind of like um either dark souls or uh fez how it had you know fez had that other weird type of system that like the community was all into yeah they were kind of putting bits and pieces together Kind of yeah. like that. Like, I don't know if that's what it's trying to do or if I'm just fucking dumb. Uh, that could be a possibility as well. It just seems weird that that it's changed really dramatically for me at this stage. So, uh, And I haven't actually gone back to it since it's been released. Uh, yep. I played it for that whole day and just kind of sat there and was like, wow, I'm really stumped. And um, I feel like I need to... I was going to speak to you about it, but you haven't finished it. Um, so I, I was waiting and trying to look in, uh, look online and see if there were any guides up, but couldn't really find any back then and really got sidetracked, but I do want to get back to it at one stage, uh, cause it's really smart and it does some awesome things. Uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it too much. It's like the games that the, the whole thing about this game is discovering what's new and what comes up. And I don't yeah. really want to talk about that stuff because that's what makes it so amazing. I've thought, I've thought about it quite a bit about what like what i think 
you could talk about without really ruining the experience. Yeah. But uh, for me, I played. I went up to uh, I went up to Queensland and I spent the first couple of days of I think first day and a half before we went camping. We were going camping up in Noosa, uh, but I spent the first yeah little bit uh, staying at my brother's house and uh, we basically just so my entire family came over and now families uh so we reverted to exactly what we used to do this is my twin brother uh we we did exactly what we used to do when family parties were going on at our house and we went and sat and played video games in our room mm-hmm. and uh so i just sat in his room uh playing video games so we were doing the you know life by life level by level type thing which is uh how we always used to like if you I don't. I, I guess people might not like if you never grew up with siblings who play video games. You might not be aware of this necessarily, but uh, yeah, sometimes you wind up like a single player game, something like Final Fantasy VII. You yep. like might never play it if you don't devise some sort of system for uh, for switching at some point. So yeah, we did life by life. And level by level and level level simply like means an area but uh in okay. frog fractions too we uh defined an area as you got to play the mini game and okay. then it over mm-hmm. um but it's not like you know lives lives were flying thick and fast anyway you were swapping quite quickly anyway but uh yeah so I was playing up there with him. Uh, I left my Steam account logged in so that he could continue to play it while I was away, uh, and he did. But uh, that meant he, we couldn't work out how to extract a save game for him to like send to me, so I could start from where he didn't finish. Uh, so I had to start. Is, over is there no home. no cloud support? Uh, he couldn't work out out how to save it to the cloud uh, okay. specifically um anyway so and i was like by the time we realized that this was going to be a fucking problem i was like packing the fucking car so i could go camping so yeah um challenges all round. anyway so i'd start all over again i'm basically back up to where i was when i left uh, which is good Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure I haven't missed anything, but uh, yeah, I, I sat around. Like, I sat about thinking about how you could relate elements of the genius of this game to people without spoiling it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are two. I think there are two things you can like. I think you talk about one mini game and one specific element because, like this, the, the what you were talking about, how it just turns everything on its head. Like, I know it happens to a much greater extent, but constantly. In uh, Frog Fractions 2, it is taking what you already understand to be true and then throwing it back in your face. Mm-hmm. And that's part of its its genius is like suddenly really simple things are now significant challenges. So one of the things you can do is you pick up gems as you're walking about the, the game world. Yeah. And uh, you can only hold 25 gems at a time. Once you've held, once you've got 25 gems on you, you can no longer pick up any more gems, which makes gems on the ground walls. And so there are, like, before you learn this, this is like, this is literally one of the first goofy tricks 
that they play on you in the game. Mm-hmm. But before you learn this, like uh, when you run into that 26th gem and you work out that you can't go any further, yeah. the way it's designed is that like you, if you're collecting all the gems, uh, if you like, cause you know, why not? It's gems. Oh, let's get all the gems. If you're collecting all the gems, the 26th gem will be directly in the path of where you need to go next. And then you have to work out some way to get rid of these fucking gems. And it's just <laughs> like, fuck you, right? Like you played this game. Like you thought you were meant to acquiring kind of currency and you are fucked now. Try and work out how to get past this. And suddenly, yeah, you got to like work out what the fuck you're supposed to do. And that's fucking brilliant. And does that like, that is just one. That's like the fucking basic layer in this lasagna of, stupid insane bullshit that it just chucks at you but it's all it's all like so painstakingly designed that it's like it if it seemed accidental or if it was accidental you would hate the game for it but because it's so deliberate and you can tell it's so deliberate then it's it instead feels like genius yeah. because you know that like if it was accidental there'd be a niggling amount of doubt in your mind about whether or not you'd be able to get around the next get past the next hurdle mm-hmm. but because it's so deliberate you know there has to be a solution and so you just need to find the solution and that's part of the fucking the awesomeness of the game and the other the like the mini games are like they range from amazing to maybe a little bit tedious. The I think the first one that you play is a chess game, but it's like action chess, mm-hmm. and like new chess units will spawn on the other team like repeatedly, and it takes you a while to work out exactly what you need to do to win at this game, and so you've got to solve the action chess game to win while you know this action chess is going on and and that's it's completely separate to the normal game which is basically a uh, a net hack or a um so an atom style game where you know ascii art and you're a little smiley face and everything else is like made up of characters yeah uh, ascii characters uh, it transports you instead to a chessboard, or it'll tra- transport you to different worlds. And uh, yeah, you've got to work out the rules of each world and, and beat them and continue on. And some of them are actually like, some of them are a bit tedious, like this chess game. And they get amazing, like properly amazing. But I don't want to talk, tell you, like, I don't want to talk about it because I like the surprise is part of their brilliance in my opinion yeah like there was one that came up and i was like holy shit <laughs> i've got a message job but i was like oh no no i can't do that uh-huh. I'll, I'll wait for him to <laughs> find this bit because can, they- can you hint at it uh no i don't want to do it on here right. i okay. can tell you later which one okay. it is so. all right yeah but yeah they're like two of them are spectacular and i'd probably play them well, i'd play a lot more of them play a lot more of them um yeah and those are just the ones that i got up to i'm positive there are more uh but uh 
yeah it's that like it's just it's it's an amazing an amazing journey like this it, it takes what you know about video games and it throws it at you and expects you to, to sort of handle it and to that like to that measure i i just i don't know i think it's well worth yeah paying attention to um yeah so the frog fractions 2 is actually hidden inside uh glittermitten grove so it's not like glittermitten is part of frog fractions so that could be why it's so expensive in terms of 20 bucks uh, i'm guessing they're they're probably splitting the i don't know how they've they've done um you know who's getting paid what but maybe they've just split it down the middle and yeah. doing it 50 50 um but either way like yeah it's definitely something people should check out and um not enough people i think are checking it out like i look at my steam list and there's two people that have this at the moment uh, one of them is you the other one is the editor of uh GameSpot. so <laughs> like <laughs> people need to check this out because yeah. it's very smart what it's what it does and we, we've talked about frog fractions the original uh, a couple of years back we've talked about the arg on here you're at the stage where you were pretty done with frog fractions and what they were doing uh to the point where you were saying i don't even want to play the game yeah and then it came out and you were just like everyone's just blown away by what they yeah. did yeah absolutely yeah it would have been cool if they did what they were saying which was release the game and then hint to it once people kind of didn't find it out but i think he's been working on it so long and it was sort of um supposed to be out a while ago that maybe he i think they gave it a couple of days before that he said hey it's out this is where you can find it type thing because yeah. it did go a couple of days before people found it uh and then they launched a bunch of interviews and and did a, a bit of pr over those couple of days but it was during the christmas period so i don't know if many people really heard about it um but i think everybody should definitely check it out it's well worth it it's, it's silly it's stupid uh it's very well made so 100 what else we got here that you want to talk about uh let's talk about clash royale really quick it's a uh mobile game, mobile right? game. that everybody yes. talks about yes well, i'm gonna see it on the tvs all the time yes yeah it was game informers top handheld slash mobile exclusive of the year this is why you bought it or download? yeah i wanted to check it out it was free i didn't buy it uh i want to check it out i want to have a look at it um it's uh, it's it's blatantly pay to win i don't understand how uh oh look i guess not blatantly pay to win um seeing how the entire game is competitive pay to shortcuts which is what clash royale technically is uh I think is pay to win by default, right? Like, uh, if the entire, like if there was a single player portion of the game, if, and you could like buy some money so that you could buy better guns in the single player, then I wouldn't give a fuck. But what's happening here is you can pay money to buy gems or, or chests and the chests, uh, the gems allow you to like unlock chests faster. The chests, give you these cards these cards are what you use to like attack your enemies and the more cards you have uh you then like you combine five cards to make a level two version of that one card 
Okay. And uh, so more chests means more cards, means your like basic units are higher level. So your archers are like level three and someone who hasn't paid any money might have just level one archers and stuff like that. And so, yeah, to that extent, they have an advantage. They've paid and they've gotten an advantage out of paying money. And so it is pay to win, in my opinion. That's the function of pay to win. Mm -hmm. You don't pay, like, it's, I think it's too easy for, I don't know, like, elements. I don't know. I'm so fucking, so suspicious of everything on the internet these days. But um, I think it's too easy for, like, gaslighting to occur from uh, less honest elements to say things like, well, paying for an advantage isn't pay to win, right? Oh, well, you're just paying for an advantage. You you know, you're allowed to pay for an advantage if you've got the money. You're just paying for the shortcut. But the reality is an advantage is a win. You may not be paying directly to win every single time. It's not like buying a fucking hack in Counter-Strike, okay? But you are buying uh, a... At least you're buying, you get access to fucking guns that they don't get access to in Counter-Strike. Imagine if you could only play using the M4 uh, in Counter-Strike. You could only use the M4 in Counter-Strike if you paid money for it. Then that would would still be pay to win. It doesn't matter. You could only use that AWP if you paid money for it. That would be pay to win every single time. so yeah, this is pay to win. Pay to pay for advantages, pay to win, and Clash Royale is pay to win. And I want to check it out. I want to see how game like how Game Informer's best handheld game worked out. And the reality is, their best handheld game better than Pokemon Go, uh, Pokemon or well, Go, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Sun and Moon. Uh, better than every other fucking handheld game that came out this year uh it's it's a pay to win mobile game it's just i don't know it just seems really fucking off to me you know yeah anyway sounds shit yeah i'm actually quite good at it (laughs) okay fair enough do you are you being spending money on it no i'm spending any money but i'm still winning and you can see the levels of the things that they're sending you away, but people are just retards. Like, they'll just like, oh, yeah, I'll just send, I'll just send my knights. Oh, send all my knights. Send my knights as fast as possible. The way it works is you've got two bases and you've got these two lanes and you send uh, troops across the lanes. And, uh, and like, you can, use, like, basically there's, uh, I don't know, certain enemies, certain units beat other units so my knights will chop down uh archers really quick but uh i can like stagger behind stagger other units behind them and what i'm trying to do is kill their forts uh and kill their main base and so if they just like dump all their shit down one lane uh then i can mitigate that and then send stuff up the other lane and kill the fort on the other side and then when they try to go on that side then i go down the other but the moment i the moment i get put up against someone of even skill who has paid money it's like usually a minor loss on my part like i'll usually lose by one fort because the reality is they have an advantage 
it's just I, I just I'm just really fucking I don't know I'm just I was just oddly ticked off about it about this being the best fucking handheld game of the year anyway uh, that's all I got what else we got what's next um, what can we talk about um, Paragon Paragon Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2. I played a bunch of Watch Dogs 2 over the break. Um, quite a lot, actually. Because uh, I, I quite liked the first one. Uh, I think it did some really smart things, even though it wasn't perfect. Well, there's no such thing as a perfect game. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I really enjoyed um, kind of the things I would try to aim for, and, and uh, especially the multiplayer stuff, like the invasion system and kind of borrowing elements from Dark Souls and implementing that into the game i thought some of that stuff stuff was really cool so i was keen to check this out and see where they how they improved it uh and i don't think they did i think uh i i don't think i like this game <laughs> which wow. is kind of strange um yeah like there's so many things in this in watchdogs too that it just has my has me like scratching my head as to what the fuck they were thinking um yeah the so it takes place in San Francisco with this one. You've played a little bit of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's quite different to Chicago. This is a lot, I would say, more colorful. Um, but also that sort of folds a bit into the the tone of the game as well. Like it seems much more upbeat and very, I would call it, they're trying to do what GTA does with their uh com- comedic stuff um by having things like you know they've got noodle in there which is your google ripoff um just kind of the the tone of it is very uh the, the first one i felt like was very serious yep. whereas this one they've tried to go on they've tried to go the gta route which is make fun of itself and make fun of things happening in the world and try and make it funny but i just don't think it lands at all like yeah it's not funny None of it's funny. <laughs> um, and it's really strange because the entire time I'm playing it, I'm just thinking this is like a Grand Theft Auto ripoff, but just poorly executed. Um, so there's that whole tonal shift in the series, which I don't like at all. I don't remember it being like that, the the original. So that's why it kind of stick Because I reviewed that one, the original, and I, I don't remember that stuff at all. Uh, so that stuff is really not well done uh and i think the mission structure is crap like there's no memorable missions in there it's they're very short for the most part there's maybe one or two that are are quite uh lengthy which the very first mission you do seems to be quite lengthy uh but you don't really run into that anywhere uh else in the game it's kind of just go in hack this thing and get out and majority of it is you want to do it in a stealth type fashion but the stealth in it is horrible it's really bad. You can't, um, you can't like move bodies or any of that sort of stuff. So you're just left to kind of waiting for the opportunity, hacking somebody's phone to uh, kind of distract them, and then like choking them out or smashing their face in with your yo-yo as a melee attack, and then going to the next person before they manage to see the body because it's that body's now there. And you've got to kind of work quickly. Um, yeah, just the, the the stealth, like the moving around and getting from cover to cover is really janky. 
so I don't know why there's such a big emphasis on the stealth in this game. Because um, you can go guns in, but he doesn't have much survivability at all. So once you do start a gunfight, you can't really take too much damage before you just drop dead to the ground. So it seems like the game wants you to avoid that. And um, whereas Mafia 3 was very much, hey, we've got a stealth mechanic in here now. Uh, it's shit. But you could then go, once you learned it was shit, you go, you know, guns in and, and tear shit up. That game, you know, you felt like you could soak in a couple bullets, whereas this one, you kind of left with, I, I felt like I was left with, well, fuck, I have to stick to stealth, even though I don't like it. Because um, the gun stuff is not very good. Well, the gun stuff is fine, but it's the, um, you can't survive long enough to do anything with it. You just get overwhelmed and, yeah, you just get destroyed really quickly. So I don't like that. I don't like the mission stuff. Uh, I don't like the, the, uh, the tonal shift in the game. I think that's done really badly. Uh, I think the world is really, uh, I think it's a very pretty game. There's a lot of stuff out there, uh, to go and explore. There's like little side missions you can kind of go and do that, uh, you know, kind of fill out those bits and pieces in between that allows you to get research points and then level up your guy. Um, I don't think the research stuff is very compelling at all. There's really nothing in there that I was like, holy shit, that's really cool. I'm going to get that ability. It just seemed to be very much the same sort of stuff that was in the last game. Um, Like, I got to the point now where I'm not even bothering with a lot of the research points uh, for... Getting unlocking new abilities, it's more like, all right, I want to have my um, oh, what do they call it? Like, each time you use one of these abilities, it eats up a chunk of your like energy bar. Um, so I'm trying to make that bigger, that energy bar, so I can do more stuff, yeah, because I, I feel like I don't need the other abilities that are in the game. Uh, like making my uh little drone jump higher, I don't give a shit, making it uh, refresh quicker. Like, being able to use it uh, if it gets destroyed sooner. Like, I don't care about that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, calling in cops to arrest people that I'm fighting against. I don't really care about that. So, yeah, it's just really strange. I I kind of got all the stuff that I needed to for, you know, causing city blackouts and changing traffic lights and uh, that sort of stuff. I got the main things that I kind of wanted. Just the rest of it that I don't think is very well. Uh, very well thought out like nothing new that I was like holy shit that sounds pretty cool so like that's really poorly done um, the only thing I really like about it is the multiplayer and kind of the world I really like the multiplayer still the invasion stuff is a lot of fun um, like people going into your world while you're trying to do things um, it's uh, do the side stuff anyway uh, or getting from place to place them coming in and hacking you and trying to find uh, and then trying to find them, I think, can be a lot of fun sometimes. And I like going up and doing that to other people. I, I had a really good moment where I, I found this guy who was trying to get at the top of the this other building, a really tall building, and he was using a crane to get there, like a, a ginormous crane that he had to pick himself up from one building, uh, raise it really high, and then kind of move the crane across the top of the other building. And he was trying to spray paint a billboard or something like that but it was super up, up like 20 stories high. So mm. he got, I was waiting for this guy to get to the other building before I initiated the hack. And as soon as he done that, 
He must have been so pissed off because he had to come. Rough. He come all the way back. So I waited about two minutes for this guy to to get um all the way across, and yeah. I just hid behind this fucking air vent. Oh um, my god! Until until he got back, uh, he would have been raging so hard. But <laughs> and I, I've done some really cool stuff where, like, I had one guy who was hacking a bunch of payphones, and I hid behind a van while he was doing this initiated the hack and then he's like running around trying to find me and as he as he kept running around like near this van i would kind of stick into cover and and crawl crawl around the back of the van and then back around the side kind of like maneuvering my way as he went past so he couldn't see me or if he when he did really get close to me i would initiate a hack on a car down the road and make it like turn right suddenly and start crashing into shit and he would think that was me and then he'd take off down that way and start investigating uh just causing like chaos within the environment and seeing how people react while they're trying to find you can be a lot of fun um and they've got a leaderboard system in there that as you kind of uh successfully do that stuff you you level up and and rank up so i did quite get quite high in the um the leaderboards and kind of seeing how different people think and how they do that as opposed to when you start off you kind of just running running around and looking for someone um and then as you start ranking up through these leaderboards you see these different gameplay mechanics coming into it with people using their hacking abilities and like what they do to try and get away from you is is interesting um and then also Nathan and myself played some multiplayer. So we did a co-op and you can go around and do co-op missions, which are spread out throughout, throughout the world. Uh, that stuff was okay, but we had a lot of fun just invading, sorry, not invading people, but creating bounties so other people can come and hunt you down. And if they kill you, then they get points. Um, you can't actually go bounty hunting together. Uh, which I guess that makes a bit of sense because, you know, that's a little bit unfair. Yeah. Um, but you can initiate a bounty on one of your players and then the other person has to help protect you or that person. So all of a sudden it's two versus one guy, but then it keeps bringing in other people. So we had it like one stage, three people coming at us at the same time. And that shit's a lot of fun. So we would find either a location on the map and kind of, hold down like an area like we found a boat and we kind of um like a giant shipping shipping boat and uh we went and bought like a sniper rifle from the shop and then uh like a heavy machine gun and we were kind of just sitting back and just pinging people as they would come up to these shipping containers and we held we held that down for a little while it was a lot of fun and they 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 sent in like helicopters and shit and that stuff's really cool we uh we found a a giant bus at one stage and we teen wolfed it so <laughs> one of us was, one of us was driving and the other one was standing on top of the roof oh, nice. and it was fucking amazing we had this bus and i reckon we killed about five or six people that came after us yeah uh, and this bus just kept going man like <laughs> people were, were we had one dude that was in like an armored truck uh, or an armored uh like an suv type thing and uh we just ruined this guy's truck completely and it's just so funny that we're in this really slow moving bus while someone's you know standing at the top surfing this bus with a giant minigun just 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 shredding people (laughs) Uh, that was really cool and we had this enormous chase uh very similar to this one where 
I think we were on a um, we we were in a like a taco van or something. I think, and uh, it went on for a, quite a while. We had a bunch of people chasing us. We we got rid of a few of them, and we ended up getting on a boat, like a jet boat, and taking off because we ran out of. We were like, "Fuck, there's some boats over. Let's go jump on a boat." Uh, so we jumped on this boat and took off. And then, like, two other people started chasing us in boats because they, they were chasing us behind in cars. Mm. So they've obviously jumped out and jumped in a boat. But we, we must have chosen a slow boat because they fucking caught up really quickly and uh, started mowing us down. And, um, yeah, that was that was disappointing because we both died at that part. But, yeah, I, I just felt like we had a lot of fun just doing that sort of shit. So I think the, the multiplayer stuff that they've got in there is really interesting. Uh, and if it's, you kind of have a bit of fun playing with it. Um, and I don't remember having that sort of fun with it in like Grand Theft Auto. That was more these little mini game sort of things. I don't remember having like a bounty hunter type system in there Yeah, uh, when we played it. So I think that stuff is really cool. And, uh, and just the invasion system, like jumping in and fucking with people's games. I really like that sort of stuff. It, it's kind of a cool detraction from the main game which is much needed because it's not good and i keep going back to it just to play it to say i finished it but i might be done i could be done yeah. um which is super disappointing yeah because i mean like to be honest like i i got over it pretty quick yeah um yeah like i, I just got done with it i yeah. was just like eh, no i can't i can't do that yeah um but yeah on the other hand like everything you guys were saying you and nate were saying about the fun you had in multiplayer made it so much more appealing i haven't uninstalled it but i don't have it on pc so i'm not able to play it with you guys anyway um yeah it's just i don't know yeah this sound it sounds like there's an element of really good game in there yeah it's just not and i don't know if they need to make it more I know, like, people, when they play these types of games, they go, you know, they either want a game that's online or offline, and, you know, why can't I play this game offline? Why do I need an internet connection? But I think having that multiplayer stuff in there really does make it different. Um, yeah. Like, when you're in this world and you're running around going, oh, I'm going to the next thing that I need to do, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, there's a bounty nearby, see if you can stop this guy. And he's, like, all of a sudden within your world and running away from the police. And yeah. you can try and stop them. And you go after this guy, and then all of a sudden, it's just not you chasing him, but there's some other dude on your team now, because he's being brought into the world, so there's now two of you chasing this one person. Um, you know, and you're trying to, you know, I remember that happened once, and we totaled this guy's car, and we jumped out and had, like, a gunfight on the street. You know, me, some other guy, and the dude we're trying to kill. Uh, those type of moments are really cool when it happens, but the fact that it's kind of interweaved with this really uninspired game uh is not great i just don't know what they're thinking with the this the campaign stuff it's just so bland and boring there's no no substance there at all um which sucks because i do like the concept of it uh i just feel like maybe they push this out too quick and um it needed more time to work on the mission structures it's just there's no nothing there it's really weird really weird weird game uh, so yeah, that's Watch Dogs 2. And like, as I was playing, I was thinking, man, if I was reviewing this, I would probably 
I, I'm thinking like a four or five. That's the type of mindset I was at, even though I've put in 15, 16 hours into it so far. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's my opinion. I get the last one, I think, a seven. Or a 7.5, yeah. I think, off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, what else do we play? Shark Attack Deathmatch 2? Uh, we had a yes. quick game of this. Well, I don't know if you played any more, but I had a quick game of it with you guys the other day. Yep. I still got a code for this. Yep. Uh, I got four codes for it, actually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, you know... You, Nate, and uh, Drew were all on at the same time. So I'm like, oh, screw it. I'll share it with you guys. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's it's not very good. I mean, so, uh, you know, I, I have problems with it for a number of reasons. I mean, to, I, don't, I don't think we should encourage the wholesale murder of sharks uh, just from a philosophical standpoint. It's uh, probably not a good thing necessarily. On the other hand, the concept of an apex predator in the water is pretty awesome, in my opinion. Like taking on an apex predator in in the water is pretty awesome, in my opinion, because I mean, you've got like six directions of movement, right? Six, um, like you can go up, down, left, right, forwards, and backwards. Um, which is pretty cool. It's it's like space, but it's not. Uh, you've got oxygen management uh, tied into it. You've got the natural terror that is uh, being in the ocean for some people, thalassophobia, and uh, of course there's the shark thing mm-hmm. uh, because you know they they're huge, they're powerful, they're faster than you, and uh, you are out of your element, and they're directly in their own. So uh, people versus sharks actually makes a lot of sense to me i just don't think a horde mode where you attempt to kill as many sharks as you possibly can as quickly as you can is a super like uh positive way to represent it um i you might remember ages ago there was that game depth yep um made by a new zealand team and uh i followed that along as it uh got released um yeah i uh i guess this this pales in comparison to that really depth depth worked a lot better in my opinion uh it was like it had a better understanding of like objectives and things like that like in depth you were trying to steal as much treasure as you could and you had to get it back to a location and the sharks could use those like that as like you're you returning to base as their opportunity to ambush you and stuff like that in this uh it's it's literally just shark attack deathmatch uh where yeah you're a shark uh if you're a shark if you're playing deathmatch um then the sharks are trying to kill humans humans are trying to kill them shark uh whoever kills the shark becomes the new shark and that's about it and yeah i don't know i just i don't know i I don't think much of it yeah i i didn't like it at all i think the main issue is that either we were playing it wrong or or that's just the way it is uh like i think the the sharks should be a lot more deadly than they are they they take way too um way too long to kill someone 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it should be maybe two or three hits on a on a person and yeah. they're done. This seemed like a lot. Um and the majority of the time uh it was the humans killing the shark. Uh, I don't know how many shark kills we got, but it seemed to be a lot. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to the sharks killing humans. I think yeah. there were two. Two humans were killed. I got one kill, you got the other. Yeah. Yeah, and the rest of the time it was, yeah. Because as we were playing it, I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Like, why is nobody dying? I'm chomping away at this person, like, a lot, (laughs) and they're still running around. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just felt like it was way uh, way too easy for the humans to get away. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um... I don't know. Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Well, unless we were playing it wrong. Which if we were, let us know if you've played it. <laughs> but don't play it. Uh, ready, aim, splat. Ready, aim, splat. Uh, I played this really quickly yesterday. Um, it's a VR game being made out of Sydney. By, okay. um, by one guy. Uh, it's coming out this Friday so I think today by the time you guys see this so if you've cool. got an Oculus VR headset or a Vive you'll be able to find this on um, on Steam uh, and you put the, the, the headset on it takes you into this game and you have a uh, in your hands a slingshot and you're trying to kill zombies as they kind of wave based horde coming towards you and that's pretty much all it is that's what it is a very simple game uh, I think I only played for like a minute or two because <laughs> um, he was kind of working away because he's got deadlines and stuff. And I just happened to be there. He's like, you want to see this out quickly? I was like, sure. I'll have a quick look. Um, yeah, but it looks really cool. Um, I don't know if you've played with the paddles on the VR systems, um, but you basically just put them in your hand and you can see these paddles in the game. So you would be holding one in your left and the other one in the right. And you use those motions to kind of interact with the world. So, you know, there's a tomato inside this slingshot and you grab the tomato and pull it back and that kind of determines how far you're going to be shooting. And uh, once you hit the zombie, they kind of fall over and die. There is an indicator inside the world that shows you where the, the, uh, the tomato will be landing and where you're aiming. So you kind of get an idea of how far you'll be pulling back and where this thing's going to fly off to. Um, but the thing I found that I really liked about it is it it feels good like it doesn't feel like it's uh, janky it seemed to be like really quickly I picked it up and had an idea of alright this is what I'm going to be doing with it like where I need to aim how far I need to pull back like where this thing is going to go um, so yeah I don't know I, I think if you want to support a local independent game dev uh, check that one out it seems to be a very simple type of game where you just shoot stuff with the slingshot um, and he did say that there are other objects in the game that you can use to shoot the zombies with and there's a bunch of different filters in the games and worlds and whatnot different locations you'll get to so same cool same really cool um and i have played one of his other games before which i didn't realize until later on um roto world roto runner i think it was called which was at pax once um played that one so that was really trippy yeah the other game I played yesterday was a board game or a, or a tabletop game, um, a Game of Thrones Hand of the King. Have you okay. seen this one at all? 
No, I played it. No. It's a card game based off of the Game of Thrones series, obviously. Sure. Um, kind of similar type of style. Um, some of the other games we've played recently where it's characters on top of these cards and um, you lay the cards out in like a six by six grid. Each card has a person's name on it and their house. I don't know much about Game of Thrones other than what I've seen of the first season. So you don't need to know really uh, anything about Game Game of Thrones in order to play this, which is really handy. But what happens is this six by six grid has like a, a token card that you put down in a in an area, a random location as you're dealing out these random grid of cards. And your objective is to collect cards uh, that are the same color uh, from the house, from each house. And um, if you have the most of those cards from that house, you get a, a like a like a coin. And uh, the post that has the most of them at the end of the game ends up winning. Um, and then what you do is in order to collect these cards, you move the uh, token card in either and like a... They describe it as like a rook from, um, from chess. It can either go up or down or left or right. And yep. where you want to stop on that direction is um, dependent on which card you want. So if you go uh, up, say, three cards and you land on... I will say a Stark card because that's like the only fucking family that I know. Sure. Um, but there are three Starks in that line of cards that you cross. You yeah. get to pick up those three cards. Maybe there's only one card there that's a Stark. So you only get to pick up that one card. But the idea is to kind of look on the board and see what moves that you can make that kind of allows you to get the most cards. And uh, it goes around in a circle to each each person and they kind of have a go. And then at the end of that turn, if uh, at the end of each person's turn, if they've got the most cards from that house, then they get that coin. Um, and then it kind of starts rotating. So if someone else manages to get more cards from that house and they then steal the coin off you. Um, then what happens is if, if, every, if all the cards from that house uh, are off the map, the person that picked up the last card gets like this... Um, it picks up a companion card. So there's like five companion cards sitting to the side and each companion card has a, uh, like an ability on it. It might be kill this certain person or move the token card to an area on the, the grid that you want. Um, some stuff, stuff like that. So you might be able to kill a person that's in somebody else's hand. And that means that they, it could benefit you because now you've got more cards than they do from that house maybe they were trying to collect the same ones and you've just killed off one of those so now you're in you're in front uh it's a really quick game it only lasts a couple minutes but it's super simple within like one or two rounds of trying to figure out uh where you should be moving you pretty much have an idea of what you're supposed to be doing um and as i said you don't need game of thrones knowledge to play this because it's just like a match a matching game where you're collecting cards so kind of cool i liked it um, I played it with Luke and Emma who have been on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. So that was good fun. Um, I don't know how much it is, but, uh, let me see if I can find it quickly. Um, seems to be like a $20 game. So yeah, yeah, 
it's a cool little like party game that you kind of whip out there's because there's only a stack of six by six there are like a whole bunch of cards um i don't really specifically know how many characters are in it but uh it's sort of like the same style of the other games we've played where it's not always the same layout every time because there are so many cards it kind of mixes and matches every time you play it and that's the same with these companion cards there's a bunch of them you don't just get five there's 20 or 30 of them um so it does change up every single every single time you play it which is which is really cool yeah but that's that game board game do you have a board game on here that you no no i was i was thinking of paragon but that's not a board game it is not no did you want to talk about that let's do it uh, Paragon is the new MOBA, or just hit open beta, uh, yeah. created by Epic Games. It's a MOBA, but it's it's stuck in the third-person perspective, so it's vaguely similar to Smite, I suppose. Um, they made some changes since the last time I saw it, because I saw it a while ago, probably when it was first announced, and it looked like it was uh, straying more towards shooter than MOBA. Um, but it was like, you know, still, still like very much a MOBA, not like Battleborn or Overwatch or whatever. It's, it like was still attempting to be a MOBA as opposed to just like a team shooter. Yep. Uh, they've made some changes. It's very much a MOBA. I've been playing it a fair amount over the last couple of days since it hit open beta. Um, so yeah, basically you've got to use MOBA understanding, Mm-hmm. Uh, to um, I don't know to to play it. I guess you've got jungle. You like it's 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 all the traditional shit. They tend to borrow a lot from like the community has borrowed a lot from Smite to increase their understanding of it. So yep. they use terms like ADC and all that kind of shit that I hate. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so you got to play quite a bit uh, against AI before you're even allowed to play pvp but that doesn't matter because it gives you a good like a decent understanding of what you're supposed to be doing the ai isn't especially smart at all um but you can still like continue you can still put in a decent effort i think it, it fails to teach you certain elements uh i didn't really get an understanding of how the jungle works uh, and they made some significant changes when transitioning from closed to open beta so a lot of the guides out there are specifically incorrect and tell you the wrong shit which isn't helpful like there's a there's um there's like a big beastie like a roshan or whatever uh that or the like fire demon fire giant or whatever the fuck it's called in smite um that you can go fight when you know you feel like you can beat him and uh it activates this very specific boost that you have available to you that you equip you equip like a um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like an Uber point or something. And, uh, yeah, the prime, prime point, I think it's called, um, prime card. And you equip all these cards before you go into a match and you buy these cards using, uh, CXP, I think it's called. Um, and the, like that as a result, uh, allows you to buy more cards as the game progresses and the cards result in, you know, you powering up and all that kind of stuff. I'm still like, I still play uh, basically with, like, it's got like an auto buying mechanic. It'll auto buy the next possible card for you. Uh, if you let it 
do it. Yep. And it also has like default card packs that you can go into matches with. Um, I'm playing PvP and I still don't understand how fucking cards work. And I'm still, so I'm still allowing it to auto buy my cards. I'm still using the default card packs, but it doesn't fucking matter because I'm still doing okay. It doesn't matter, right? Like, fuck it. If I'm winning, fuck it. Um, it's like, it, I can't even work out who the fuck a support is. Like, it's a, it very specifically still wants to categorize, char- like, its heroes in terms of support, carry, and jungle, right? Mm. But it will not at all. It describes them as like zona or disruptor or all this kind of shit. So I can't for the fucking life of me. I can, I've worked out maybe a single specific support, like this character supports, this character creates armor and heals. That's I, I can I've only worked out one fucking character that does that. All the yeah. rest of them, the other supports that I've worked out are mostly like uh, trappers, like initiators. Like uh, I had one that was able to like knock. I was able to put together combos of her abilities so that she was able to bounce the enemy back in my direction. Then I'd use my alt to trap them in a like a circle and they wouldn't be able to escape from the circle. They were able to move around in the circle. Mm-hmm. They couldn't escape from the circle. And if they ran up to the walls of the circle, they get bumped back to the center. And, uh, I could use that cause I could get out of the circle. I could shoot in, they couldn't shoot out. Uh, so I could use that to trap them. And then a teammate with a wide area of effect, uh, ultimate could then drop it on the circle and they would basically all fucking die. Everyone inside the circle would die. Um, so I was able to like I was able to work that out, but that's like she was barely I would barely call her a support. Uh, I was playing her as a support in that I was following around uh, a much tankier, much like nastier character. But yeah, I, I wouldn't really call her a support. I'm sure she'd be just as capable if you decided to fucking attempt to go out and like I still got one v one kills against the enemy and shit. So uh, yeah, I, I couldn't work it out. No, they just weren't healing characters. None of them said you should, like, this is a support character or anything like that. So every time I get, like, fifth pick, it's already, like, by default, it's got picks and bans, Um, like, just from the Mm get-go. If you play PvP, it's picks and bans, and it it randomly assigns you to when you're going to get to choose. Uh, I have no idea, because I have no idea what any of the characters do. I ask my team. I'm like, what What should I be? If I'm last last picking, I'll be like, what do you want me to be? And I'll just be that. And I'll just work it out. Like, I'll work out whatever. Like, if they're like, oh, you should be this. We need this. I'll, yeah, cool. Fine. If I'm first picking, uh, I'll just go like an assassin or something. And then I'll just jungle because fucking people who don't need people, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. if I'm jungling, I can just do whatever the fuck is going on. I'll look around whenever I see some silly motherfucker out of position. I'll go and punish him and fuck him up. Um, I had some really good games. Like, I think uh, yesterday was the last time I played. I didn't play any today, but uh, yesterday I was playing uh, and I was doing pretty well. Like, I, you know, quite well. Um, and yeah, we were supposed to push up the middle. Uh, it's got a level cap of 15. And so... Uh, my entire team had reached the level cap and the other team, we just weren't pushing. We weren't getting enough push. Um, so we weren't 
into their base or anything. Um, and uh, my entire team apparently typed in chat. Like, you can do these uh, alerts mm-hmm. that come up on the screen and it'll be like, attack middle, attack left lane, attack right lane, careful, beware right lane or retreat right lane and shit like that. You can do that stuff and it comes up and it's very visible or you can type in the bottom left and uh, it's not very visible. Okay. And uh, my team at some point, for whatever reason, determined to all go mid uh, at like all at the same time while I'm pushing out the right lane. Um, oh, right lane, safe lane. So it's it's got safe lane and off lane and shit like that as well. Yeah, I guess I should say. But I was I was yeah I was pushing safe lane on my own because I like I'm like look we've got to get some fucking towers down right. So I'm just gonna shove this shit in. If they come and try to stop me, yeah. I will kill them. Everything will be fine. They type out. My team types out instead of just attack mid. They type out. Yeah, okay, everyone, let's all get down in the middle. We'll do it now. Let's go, and they go. And so four of them push down the middle and I look over and I can see all four of them together. I'm like, what? And then I look out, look down. And so they were like, they didn't even wait. They didn't even ping it out or anything like that. They're just like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I'm sure the dude on the right will come across whenever. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I get over there, right? I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to go because I can see, you can see, you can only like, there's line of sight, right? So mm-hmm. line of sight exists. So you can see all of the uh the enemy team uh you can see their location through walls and shit as long as there's line of sight to a teammate and so i could see the whole enemy team was there and i know we had a, like a level advantage but it's still still risky shit and so i roll over and they've killed two of them and all four of them got wiped and they are blowing me the fuck up in the comments they're like oh yeah so glad you pushed in the right oh and look now he's gonna go th- Oh, like I've literally just arrived and uh, they're typing in and uh, one of them's like, oh, and now he's going to go fucking kill himself in a 3v1. And I murdered all of them because they were like, they were on nothing. Like my team had left them on fucking nothing. (laughs) So I'm like, kill all three of these guys because my, I was Chimera, this dude who has this, uh, he's got like a leap ability and a, his alt is this massive sort of area of effect stun. Uh, that also fucks people up. And uh, then he's got this, his ability on Q is like, uh, he attacks five times uh, for like the cost of one, five basics for the cost of one attack. And so, uh, yeah, I leap in, in on the weakest of them, blow him up in like two basics, and then I stun the other two, Q, they're all dead. And so I'm like, literally just, I go back to the right lane and continue pushing it in. And then like, I can still read them blowing me up. They're still going on about how I left them all to die and how, oh, we wouldn't have all died if you'd come across when we said, um, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Fucking MOBA people. That's when I stop playing. (laughs) Just mid game. Huh? No, no. I finished off the game. We won, obviously. I pushed in the right lane. They were like the... My team was all gone for like 70 or 80 seconds. Their team was all gone for much longer. But the two dudes who came back, uh, not much longer, much shorter amount of time. But by like the three that I killed, they had like, a, I don't know, 15 seconds less than the than my teammates. But they basically spawned at the same time as my teammates because I was 15 seconds late, I guess, on my rotation. Yeah. And... Uh, 
the two dudes who spawned without their three mates, they were not keen. They let me do whatever fuck I wanted. So, like, they were not, they would not dive in on me. So, yeah, I was able to push, push in the right lane, push in the left lane, and then everyone had fucking spawned again. And yeah, it didn't fucking matter. And then, like, yeah, we pushed in the lanes. Uh, we were on their, uh, their core, and yeah, we won. Yeah. But uh, then, yeah, after that, I'm like, also, the dude who was blowing me up the mo- most was, uh, he'd like literally just AFK'd, like just full blown AFK'd halfway through the match. Yeah. Uh, and he left his, left his character like standing in the middle of the mid lane. <laughs> so he like just basically, it was just a free kill, basically. So, uh, once, once I got a breather, I, I, I had to teleport back to base. You got free teleports back to base. Um, I had to teleport back to base to get some more mana and to buy some more of these cards. Uh, after I teleported, yeah, I, you know, obviously I started blowing him up as well. Uh, and I'm like, you know, well, didn't I kill everyone? Didn't you go AFK, motherfucker? Don't tell me how to play. Don't be a fucking cunt. Like, why, like, why don't you just ping it out next time? Uh, I guess we all learn something. I'll learn to read the chat more and you can learn to use the pings because clearly a breakdown in communication happens, but it went okay for us. Hmm. He continued to be a cunt about it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this game. Yeah. Are they, are they quick games or? Um, you said levels caps 15, right? 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. So no, not really quick. Oh, um, and the cards that you're buying, how, like, I read up a little bit about them, but they're not items. Is that right? Um, they no, items? they're like buffs or something. I don't really get it, man. Like, I have them, like, I guess not. I mean, some of the health potions, right? Health and mana potions. And there are wards and stuff, although, I mean... I don't really know how to ward. Everyone seems to get wards, at least with the default card pack, I guess. I don't know if that's helpful or not. It probably isn't. Um, but yeah, I, I, I dump wards around all the time while I'm... Like, it doesn't matter who I am. I'll put wards fucking everywhere because I never want to get fucking caught out. And because of the third-person perspective, yeah, uh, it's very. it can be very difficult to see when someone's snuck in behind you, which is like you can use to your advantage. Uh, but... At the same, like by the same token, uh, yeah, others will use it to their advantage. So you have to keep an eye on your fucking mini map at all times. And if you've got some wards down, you get at least a little bit more warning before you get fucking jumped. Um, so yeah, I think they're like buffs, not items technically, but there are items that you can get. So I still don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Fair enough. I uh, I downloaded the launcher, but I haven't installed it yet. Yeah, you should get it. I'd love to know what you think about it. Like as a you know, mobile pro. Yeah, I'd love to know your thoughts. The thing is, I read up on those cards, like, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Seems a bit pay to win, right? It seems a bit pay to win to, to me. Like just from what I was reading, um, but I have to see how they work and like kind of the way you're describing them, like having to use them in the middle of a, a game. But you don't. Uh, I don't think you use them. I think they're just uh, passive and shit. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll check it out. I do want to see what they're doing, but 
the, the things I read about those cards seem pretty pay-to-win to me, even though they're not calling it pay-to-win. Well, of course, they're not going to call it pay-to-win, but whatever. Cool. Um, all right, what else here? What's Deadbolt? Deadbolt is a game I got out of the Humble Bundle, the humble, overwhelmingly positive Humble Bundle. Okay. Uh, and it's uh, basically uh, one of those... Like it's uh it's an indie game where it's sort of like fuck, what was it like? What there was a game that I played the shit out of that I really fucking liked. Uh let me have a quick look. <clears throat> quick look. Ronin. Right. Remember Ronin and Ronin was a ripoff of another game. Gun Gun Gun, Gun Points, yes. Um, well, it's it's basically a ripoff of Gunpoint as well. Deadball is, um, but it's it's just a. I actually I would compare it, maybe not more, but as much. It's a Hotline Miami. Um, what you're like, because you die in, you die in one hit, and what you're really trying to do is chain together these like really efficient kills you're trying to get people to die efficiently and that means sometimes playing a level like a dozen times before you've worked out the efficient way to get everyone to be killed yeah and so you're like uh you're the you're a reaper and you're taking undead souls uh and returning them to hell or whatever the fuck um and so it's it's sort of modern there's guns and stuff but yeah they all like they hang out in nightclubs and shit and uh, you're able to like turn into this puff of smoke and go through drains and vents and then you pop out and you're recorporealized and you can do whatever the fuck you want um, but like a specific chain of events might be something like going to a vent outside pop out in the vent like out of the vents in a room adjacent to the one that you were uh, about to go into and uh, all of the baddies are sort of looking in that direction open the door the moment the door opens and you if you fire everyone in the room will turn around so instead you open the door throw a knife to kill the first guy shoot the second guy shoot the third guy close the door go back in the vents swoop back around to the other vents go out through the door that you were first going to go through and then shoot them in the back shoot the next guy in the, uh, the like fourth guy in the back and that like that's just a very you know, you're trying to work out the quickest, most efficient way to clear a room out. And it winds up also being a really fucking cool way to do it. And yeah, some of them, like some of the levels are pretty fucking tough. I'm like, I'm doing okay, but yeah, it just it like keeps going. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those... Yeah, Ronin style games. You can't jump or anything like that. So it's not about mobility or anything. It's literally about, like, if a door opens and there's people on the other side of that door, those people have to be fucking dead very fucking quickly or you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so you got to fucking sort it out, which is cool. Yeah, I was looking at screenshots. It definitely looks like those type of games. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. It reload like when you fail it reloads really quickly it takes you like you don't even have to press a button it'll just take you straight back to the fucking startup level and um yeah it's just yeah cool fair enough um I wrote uh, Siege down here as well 
Oh, yeah? We played, a, well, I played a tiny bit of it. I think you played a lot more than what I did. I played quite a bit of it. I've been yeah. getting right back into it, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, it's still awesome. I mean, there's, there's not, I guess there's not that much to say. It's still the same sort of stuff. Uh, you're, you know, putting holes in walls and trying to work out, trying to use the information game against your enemy and they're doing the same to you and, yeah, it's it's good fun. I mean, we had some shocking games last night, but uh, we also had some spectacular rounds as well. We are playing as a five-stack, and we weren't doing too well, and then suddenly we'd swing it all around and we'd be fucking kicking ass again. And Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's just... It's Rainbow Six Siege's... I don't know. It will always be there for me. <laughs> I can't wait for more in Season 2 and stuff. Yeah. Um, the only comment I will make about it is that fucking shield dickhead. Uh, and I think that needs to be changed. Oh, Monty. Man, that was some shit. We're playing on yachts. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that was, that was rough playing. I think it was, it was bomb, right? And they planted the bomb. Uh, Monty was the last one left alive. He planted the bomb. And then he put his uh, shield up and backed up into a corner and you weren't, you're not able to fucking, you're not able to get him to raise his fucking shield now if he's got it extended. You're not able to knife him to get an angle on him. And so he's basically invincible and we can't couldn't like, it. yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> defuse the bomb because he'll shoot you. Uh, you can't knife him to kill him to stop him from doing that that is an absolute failure they have to do something about that yeah before it um it used to like stagger him um and then the other thing was it it never used to cover the the entire part of his body yeah um, which is kind of why he was useless but now it's got it covers all of his body plus above him as well uh so now it allows him to stand in a corner and just not take any damage which is what this guy did and just stood there (laughs) couldn't do anything like I even threw an impact grenade in uh, before I got in the room and that didn't do anything it just bounced off him I was like alright fair enough because um, I guess everybody gets impact grenades now instead of regular grenades or something like that I'm not sure um, but yeah I that's the only shit that I saw that needed to be changed even though there was a patch today but I didn't fix anything uh, sorry didn't fix that in particular yeah yeah Still, still yeah. fun though. Uh, very good. rusty. It was very, very oh, rusty. Yeah. Me too. Um, we've got two games left. Uh, two, they're huge. Yeah, it's going to take a while. DayZ, we'll get back into that one. All right. Um, DayZ is. Uh, was there like some sort of new patch or something recently? Is yeah, this zero, got us back in? 0.61 drops. And I'm going to say DayZ is back. It's back. I've, I'm, my love affair is back. Um, it's amazing. It is like, I, so I took a huge fucking, I took a huge break from it. Uh, basically after the release, the announcement that they were developing single player, because I thought that they like, it, to me, it indicated that they were taking development in directions that I 100% don't agree are in the spirit of the game. Uh, and, oh, but they're the game developers. They they should get to say that. But I've, like, just, <laughs> this is going to sound entitled, but I have more than 1,200 hours in that fucking 
in Daisy the mod and Daisy the standalone game, uh, I'm owed. I'm owed something, okay? Uh, I'm owed the game that I feel like I was promised at the get-go, the, the game that the mod promised, the game that I was told about that was described to me by Dean Hall in multiple interviews and the concept of a single-player uh, game a single player portion of the game is not that indicates anything but that it indicates yeah just progress in the wrong direction and so i'm like you know what fuck it i i i can't do it anymore like prior to that a lot of i had a lot of issues with daisy anyway it wasn't working as well as it could like massive slowdown massive frame delay in certain areas and yeah like you know, they were continuously fucking with the loot tables. And I think right as I was leaving, they were implementing some fucking, uh, like, super goofy fucking loot mechanic where loot would uh, increase in viability based on its, uh, like, distance from the northwest corner, like, of the map. So if you imagine a bomb going off... That would be the initial blast radius and then the impact radius and then the, uh, like, outermost circle would be, like, the shrapnel radius. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, that's how they were going to approach loot. So all of the really good loot would be located in the northwest corner and then a ring around that would be medium, intermediate loot and then basic loot would be in the outskirts of the map around the coast where we spend a lot of our time. And to me, that was, that was also part of the final straw. It was like, you know what? They have no fucking idea what they're doing because all like that is just going to create a war zone. There's no way you could go into the Northwest portion of the map and not expect everything to be kill on site. And that's just not how Daisy is to me. There are areas Small areas, like you think about that fucking that camp that we were at. Mm-hmm. So there's a camp in the very southwest of the map, like very southwest of the map, with a couple of military tents. And uh, Luke and I were there the other day, and uh, <laughs> and because it's a military tent, because people who are there have military equipment, they have access to AKs and they have access to stires and stuff. Because of that, uh, people who are there should be considered armed and dangerous. People who are going there are attempting to get well-equipped. And so my philosophy is if if I encounter you in one of those locations, generally you are shoot on sight. Uh, And because I assume that I am the same. And I think that's fair. I think it's like it, it, I don't think it's horseshit to have certain areas kill on site. If I find you, if I encounter you half a kilometer up the road, yep, I'll try and rob you. I'll, I'll hold you up. Uh, I'll put my gun up. I'll tell you to put your hands up. And if you don't, then I'll blow you away. But if you do, you'll probably walk away with as much shit as you came with. Uh, maybe a little bit less. Uh, that's my philosophy of the game creating a fucking hot zone for loot in the northwest corner would create an entire quadrant 
that is just basically a deathmatch zone. It's just bullshit. Anyway, so that's what I left on. Hmm. And uh, there are a couple I've come back for a few patches, you know, here or there. And people will be like, yeah, it's better optimized now. Yeah, you know, the loot tables are fixed, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, you go in and you have a look and nah, it's okay. But 0.61, it is. It's better. It's quite well optimized, surprisingly well optimized, considering the fact that it's not final uh, and it's not really close to final. So with that in consideration, uh, it's quite well optimized. It runs at a solid 60 frames per second, get maybe a handful of frame drops uh, over a couple of hours. Like sometimes it'll tank down to about 25 and then it'll go straight back up to 60 it's not located in one location uh, area it's not like you can't go to Chernogorsk or anything like that uh but yeah it's it's just sort of i don't know it must be like a server update or something like that i'm not yeah. i haven't really played enough to quite work out what the fuck is going on there yet. but uh yeah. i think i think the thing for me that i had a lot of problems with when i played it in the past was just the like the oh oh that's just daisy like yep. experience that we'd have and that part of it seems to have mostly gone away um yep. so i'm talking about things like dropping items on the ground uh to swap with somebody and them not showing up on the ground they just kind of disappear like because the server's trying to figure out where you've put it or um looting stuff from certain areas and it just not ending up in your backpack because the inventory system was all fucked um just stuff with managing your inventory and things like that. Um, and just the jankiness of, of things that were happening on the server with cheaters and whatnot. Uh, most of that seems to have gone away. I have seen a few things in there with the item system not responding correctly. That Just that one occasion we were playing yep. uh, where we went in and looted a place um, and the items were still showing up on the ground as being there even though somebody had taken them. Um, so that seems to be still a small issue, but the general jank of it seems to be mostly gone, like falling off, you know, getting in and getting off of ladders and then, you know, dying or breaking your leg and shit like that seems to be, seems to be a lot better. Um, there are still problems because I guess it's the armor engine, but I think the melee system is still shit. It's fucking terrible. Um, the performance in some of the cities that you, you were kind of talking about with frame rate and whatnot i think that's still a bit shit i was getting like 20s at one stage where there was like really four of us running around um i think four or five of us were running around one one day and like i'm i was starting with 120 and then all of a sudden we're in this city and it just tanked to yeah. like 20 or 30 so i don't know what was going on there i've only had a, i've had it crash once and that was when we got booted from a server for a server restart and then we tried to jump back in uh, and two of us both crashed trying to rejoin. Oh, yeah. Um, the crashing stuff still seems to be a small issue. Um, yep. But otherwise, my main complaints with that game were, yeah, it's just the janky stuff, like it being a game about loot and the loot stuff not working properly was a really big problem for me when I was playing it initially. And I think they fixed a lot of that, which is good because that's like one of the main components of that game. Um, so I've played a, a quite a bit of it the last week. I guess yep. we've jumped back in. 
Um, and I've had fun with it. I can most most of the time. <laughs> yeah, we've had some stories. You've had some stories. You're a fucking killer, man. You are a fucking killer. It is crazy. I always like because I, I know I know you got I know you got skills, right? But fuck me. So to take the the listener back to the the Southwest camp that I was talking about before, we logged off here the night before. Yeah, we bailed out. Uh, I had to go to bed, and uh, I so guess like, everyone else must have I've, just ditched yeah, out. Yeah, we all. I think there was like five or six of us that basically looted that camp and then went up to the bushes, or the yep. forest, and logged off. So we've all come in the next day, and this is where this story kicks off. Go on. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we log in together, and uh, I can I I noticed that there's people in. There's gunshots almost immediately after I spawn in, uh, which is inconvenient. Uh, I aggroed like three fucking zombies almost immediately when I log in as well. Uh, I think one of them breaks like my fucking leg or some shit, which is a hectic pain in the butt. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, we noticed that there's people in the camp. And uh, you got a line on them, but you got a piece of shit gun, so it's, you might as well not have anything. But eventually, we go in to the camp because they leave. Uh, These guys because they're leave. leaving, yeah. And so as we're seeing what they they left behind, uh, they decide to double back. I think you took a shot at one of them, but it was pointless because you got it, you had a twenty two. So I well did take a couple shots. Throwing pebbles uh, it was terrible. It did. I don't think. I think I maybe hit one of them. Maybe didn't. But I could see the uh, the like bullet effects of it hitting dirt around them. I'm like, I'm not even aiming anywhere near that fucking shot. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that gun was shit house. Yeah. So they've obviously backed off and then thought we haven't finished investigating or something. Let's go back in. Yeah, and uh, I'm. I'm like in the area. Uh, I, I'm like exploring, trying to find some fucking some loot that they might have left behind. And uh, I, I, suddenly you're like, "Oh, they're back here! They're back here!" Is that you? No, it's not you. And then suddenly I hear like fucking eight shots. <laughs> uh, I hear like four shots, and then a, a, a loud boom. And you're you go, "Okay, well I've been shot." And then another four shots. <laughs> And you're like, okay, well they're dead. I'm like, what? What the fuck? I like, I haven't even, I, I haven't even fucking seen them at this point. Like, I was not even on the other side of the fucking camp. There was just two tents between us, and before I could even get over there, everyone was dead uh, except for you, despite being shot at point blank range by what I assume was a fucking shotgun. Uh, and yeah. We we get over there, uh, and you're like, "Hey, okay, make sure let's make sure they're dead. Make sure they're dead." Uh, I run over to one of them, check his pulse, and when I hit check pulse, you yell out, "Oh my god, he's back up!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck!" And I swing around with my pistol, and uh, I shoot. I shoot the guy who's standing up, uh, which was you. So I shoot Luke twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I hear these gunshots. And immediately after that gunshot, my screen goes black. And I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> did you shoot me? Yep. And uh, that was, though, that, like, those were my last two bullets as well. So, uh, 
I didn't have any more ammo, so I had to pull my fucking hoe out and hoe this other dude to death. So I had to cave his brains in with a fucking hoe. And then I had to... Then there was an entire ordeal because uh, my bandages were ruined. Uh, Your bandages were ruined. Dude on the ground, everyone's bandages were ruined. So I had to find something so that I could actually bandage you and stop you from bleeding to death because you were lying on the ground bleeding to death from bullet holes that I'd put in you. Uh, (laughs) Meanwhile, like, a lot of noises occurred, so I'm, like, sprinting around fucking panicked trying to find some fucking something that I can cut up and I find, like, a shirt, but I don't have anything to cut with, so then I have to find something I can cut with. Eventually, I find a fucking axe, so I cut this shirt up into rags. I uh, bandage you to stop the bleeding, uh, and then I start having to force feed you food and drink so that you'll fucking wake up at some point. We don't know when. So then I force, I give you literally everything I have, everything on the guys around us, everything like there is, every single piece of food available. I give you some morphine that I found, uh, which would have like, which is a whole other fucking thing because jesus christ a little bit later like literally five minutes later i'm lying in a fucking tent with and all i can see i've only only thing i managed to salvage out of this entire ordeal is more ammo for this fucking pistol but uh i'm lying in a tent i'm i'm prone just my gun hovering over your body and uh i'm just waiting and then i hear footsteps footsteps run through the fucking camp like just fucking trudging through the camp i'm like oh fuck's sake (laughs) more people more people it's just one dude he rolls around he looks looks around looks at what he can see and then uh i'm lying in a fucking tent you can shoot through the walls of tents because they're made of canvas so uh it's not exactly armor it's just a disguise you just can't see me immediately and uh and then yeah, uh, he walks over to you, and I line him up, and I shoot him twice, and he swings around and fucking cracks off. I think he had like uh, he had like a Uzi or something, uh, like a scorpion. So he fires off like six bullets, and I think three of them hit me. Uh, so I fire into him again, put him down. Uh, he's broken my legs, <laughs> so I crawl over. And uh, this is like all these gunfires aggravated some zombies. Uh, unfortunately, they're aggravated onto me. Uh, so I kill one of them. Uh, the others lose interest for some reason, uh, except they have now decided to go to the only other warm body in the area and they start eating you. Uh, I have a broken leg, so I have to fucking hoe them. Uh, with a broken leg, but you can't actually attack people with a hoe. You don't get close enough if you've got a broken leg. You have to move forward to do the hoe attack. Uh, And if you move forward with a broken leg, you just lie down again so I can actually attack them. So I had to shoot these zombies uh, to stop them from eating you. I'm bleeding. I've got a broken leg. I've got no bandages uh, because I used them on you. I gave you all the food. uh, (laughs) And I'm sure I I checked you're not bleeding, luckily. Thank God. Uh, but yeah, luckily the guy who rolled up, he had some bandages. So I'm able to, I was able to bandage myself 
and uh, then I had to crawl out to a tree, chop a branch off the tree, create a splint, and then combine it with bandages so that I could make a splint uh, to splint my leg so I can actually fucking walk again. And then uh, Drew showed up. Drew got murdered trying to feed you as much stuff as possible. <laughs> yeah. um, this is like 40 minutes later. But 40 minutes I'm still past, unconscious. And Luke's staring at a black screen and all it says is you are unconscious. <laughs> uh, and, and then... I, I get shot as well. Uh, these two dudes were working together, but lying to me because whatever. And uh, eventually Squirrel manages to help you up. He gets yeah. you back up, uh, wakes so, you up. So he logs into the game <laughs> yep. after seeing like our Facebook chat group talking yep. about it. Uh, he jumps in. He starts feeding me. Um, there's nothing else he can do. So he starts looking around this camp. And then like right on the hour mark, my guy gets up. So after an hour of looking at a black screen that says you're unconscious, um, I must hit the limit. <laughs> yeah. And finally, my dude gets up off the ground. Screen is still black, black and white. Yep. Um, at this stage, everybody else, I think, had logged off, except for Drew was still playing, but he spawned somewhere else. Uh, no, we no, we were still playing. Oh, you were still playing? Yeah, we were still playing when you woke up. Oh, okay. Um, we were just on the other side of the map. Yeah. We'd been tele- like we'd respawned basically, uh, and we we're all in uh, Berezino heading to wherever the fuck Nate was. Nate was like two lives. Nate has never played Daisy before, and he was two lives in. And I think one time he'd bled to death uh, because he turned his the rags that he started off with into a fancy bandana or something. <laughs> An armband. And he was An armband. It. Yeah, and he's wearing his armband. Uh, and the other time he bled, uh, he starved to death just from unable being unable to find any food. Which, by the way, they're fixed with the addition of trees. apple trees, which yeah. is a really clever solution. And berries. But, berries, but you shouldn't but eat apples. Apples seem very good. Yeah. Apples are very good. Very good. And uh, so, yeah, we're still we're still in. We're heading. We go and find Nate, and we sort of take him through what he needs to do and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, meanwhile, you get got back up. and then Yeah, so I get up, and then uh, I think Skrull needed to reconnect or something, or he needed to go do something. Yeah. Uh, so he's sitting in one of the tents, and I'm like, well, I'm going to go up on the hill yep. and kind of fuck around there for a while. Uh, and he was... I think he had to dis- he disconnected and then reconnected because his body was gone. Um, while this is happening, I was kind of like searching some of the cars and whatnot. And then he said, all right, I'm coming back in. I was like, all right, well, I'll meet you back in this camp. And as I get back in- back close to this camp, because I wanted to help him out in case there was any fucking trouble, uh, I noticed there's like two or three zombies in this camp. Yeah. And as um, soon as I see them, they fucking, one of them starts running at me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Um... And it just, like, hits me once, and I fucking screen goes black. And I'm like, fuck. Uh, and then Skrull comes over and kills the zombie, but I'm unconscious again. <laughs> and I'm on the floor for, like, another fucking 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, so he's once again protecting me while I'm unconscious on the ground. Eventually, I get back up, and at this stage, I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. So we end up going uh, back into the forest up north. 
and uh, I must have stayed alive for about another 40 minutes or so, half an hour, um, until we get, we get to a hospital. Yep. Um, uh, oh, no, before that. Sorry, he didn't actually stay there with my body. Uh, he left because I'm like, dude, just fucking leave because I don't know how long I'm going to be out for. And he's like, All right, I'm going to go to the a hospital and see if I can find some shit. So he leaves. I eventually get back up and I'm like, all right, we'll meet at this location. Uh, yep. And we're fucking around uh, trying to find this hospital. He's gone too far and ended up somewhere else. And then I've gone too far and ended up somewhere else. So we start trekking back to an area where we think we're going to meet up. Yep. And I'm like, holy fuck, there's, there's a dude in front of me. I'm like, are you running on a road? And he's like, no. I'm like, shit. So I, I drop like immediately on the ground. I'm like, there's a guy right in front of me. I can see him. Uh, he's like running on this road. That's definitely not you. He's like, yeah, it's not me. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get killed. Um, and then I'm like, I can't see him. He's gone. I don't know where he is. And all of a sudden, some dude comes running up behind me. And he's like, yeah. is this, he goes, is this you lying in the grass? I'm like, yes. It's like, oh, fuck, it was you. That was definitely him. And I, I stand back up and I look and there's no road where this guy was running. He was running in the grass. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. That was oh, wow. <laughs> I thought it was a road this guy was running on, but it was just grass. Amazing. Um, so we, we ended up going back to this hospital and as we're searching a hospital, uh, I managed to aggro a zombie, which I still think is a bit shit from, he was out, zombie was outside and I was inside this building. Um, and I can hear it starting to fucking go stupid outside and eventually we ran up, up a couple of flights of stairs and I'm like, I aggroed a zombie. Uh, you need to take care of it because if I get here, I'm going to drop again, I think. Because at this stage, my screen is sort of starting to regain a bit of color, but I'm still not quite with it. Um, so I'm worried about dropping. I'm just unconscious again. I just want to play. Uh, this zombie runs up the stairs. Skrull takes a hit at it and it he hits it and the zombie goes up the stairs and I'm standing next to Squirrel and I go, oh, I can hit this one. And I go in for the hit and I hit the zombie, but then Squirrel's gone in for the hit as well. And he's hit the back of me. <laughs> and so my screen just says, you are dead. Yeah. Uh, and he's, uh, he's killed me. <laughs> yep. Just a fitting way to end that whole scenario. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was good. It was fun though. I enjoyed it. It was a good laugh. Yep. Um, but that was a cool story. So I'm at a I'm at a point now. Um, we had another big gunfight as well on top of a fucking police station. Uh, I killed one guy on top of that. Oh, you got one of them? Yeah. Well, there was three of them, and 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 uh, I got one of them. I don't yep. know if the third guy was with them, but he was definitely shooting in our direction, not their direction. So mm. uh, I got one of them with like I think I had five or four bullets. Someone gave me a clip. Yep. Uh, and I killed one of them, but the zombies that um, were chasing one guy then aggroed onto me and uh, they all ran up the top of the police station and as I was trying to uh, run away I got caught on like I don't know what is on top of the police station some sort of metal structure do you know what it is? it's just a dome man uh, there's some sort of steel thing like on top of the the police oh, station. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aircon unit or some shit. Okay. So I've tried to, and this is pretty fucked up way to die, but I've run past it, this steel thing, and gone down the stairs, but the game has, the server or something has thought that I've, I've still upstairs, so I've gotten stuck on it somehow, 
Uh, so I can hear all the zombies hitting me, but they're not with me. Um, anyway, anyway, I run all the way downstairs and I am on the ground floor and I can still hear the fucking zombies chomping at something and my screen's flashing. And then all of a sudden I die and I like quickly, uh, it flashes back upstairs and I'm upstairs again. I'm like, oh man. So I've gotten stuck or something and the server hasn't responded properly, which is kind of shit. But um, I think a couple of us died at that stage. Yep, I died. You died. I think I died from zombies. Well, I went running around with like an axe murderer. I mean, I just sort of had jack of it. Yeah. Um, so can do. I think Squirrel died. I got yeah. one good hit in. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was fun. Um, but last night... I think it was last night. No, the night before we were playing and uh, I met up with another just random dude. Yeah. And uh, we went off an adventure together. He seemed quite new. Um, oh, okay. That's cool. He didn't have a map per se. Uh, so I was uh, kind of guiding him her- around where we should go. So we went to three towns and then an army tent because um, he really needed some water. I'm like, oh, we can go down this road. There'll be an army tent. And then the next town has some water in it. We can go that way. He's like, all right, cool. And I was obviously reading the map wrong. <laughs> we oh, get yeah. to this town and I'm like, this is the fucking town I thought we're going to end up at. I clearly, uh, I, 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 we must have already run past the road we were supposed to, to turn down when he said I needed water. Um, but it was a, like a circle anyway. So I got us to where we needed to be. He got some water. Uh, we found the army tents. Um, it just seemed to be that someone was one step ahead of us the entire time because there wasn't much loot that we could get. We both yeah. found a bag each, which had like 30 slots. Uh, we found a little bit of food and water, but otherwise not really any uh, magazines or weapons. I think we, when we got to the army base, there was a couple of weapons there, but no ammo for anything that we needed. We had like stuff that we didn't have weapons for. So I was just like, man, here you go. He found like an army jacket and a bag. And I think I found my a bag across that entire journey. And I just said, here, I'm going to log off now anyway. Here's a bunch of ammo that I found. You'll probably, you can use it because he seemed to be playing on a bit more. But I just ran into the woods and logged off. And yeah, that was kind of cool. Just playing with someone else that seemed to be quite new and didn't really know what they were doing. Uh, needed a bit of help. Yeah, it's uh, very cool. Hmm. Without having to shoot people. I, I, I like shooting on site. That seems to be a lot of fun. And he seems to be pretty, pretty on board with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because oh, I didn't talk about that one either. The fucking police station. It's just what? What police station? The other police station where Heath and I got ambushed. Okay. So Heath and I are playing one night. I think it was the first night we jumped in. Yeah. And uh, we get to this town and we can see this guy running down this road. And he's like, oh, I can hit this guy. I can definitely get him. I said to Heath, like, if you hit this guy, I'll be very impressed because he is a way off. Yeah. He's very far. Um, he starts opening up on this this dude that's running and uh, doesn't hit him. Of course. Flies off a second shot, doesn't hit him. And the guy s- still start. He's, like, kind of dodging, running in a snake pattern. And uh, all of a sudden, you hear this other, this another gunshot crack. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Is he shooting back at us or is someone shooting at us? Like, what is going on? We figured out that someone else was shooting at him from that town. So he's <laughs> turned around and then lapped back behind this other building, like a like a farmhouse, jumped the fence and then run behind 
the building. We've lost sight of him at this stage. But we can still hear gun, like someone else shooting at this dude. And I can't see any, like, what's going on at this point because I don't have any, um, I don't have any weapons that can see that far, but Heat's got a scope on his rifle so he can see what's going, going on a bit further down. Yep. Uh, and then all of a sudden you hear this explosion and he's like, oh, he's dead. I just saw his body go flying. So he's tried <laughs> to run into a barracks. And uh, somebody's either thrown a grenade or they've had like a trip mine or something there. Uh, and it's blown him up. Uh, so then Heath and I go down to this barracks to see what's going on. I kind of hide in the corner with my pistol True. while um, while Heath investigates this barracks to see if there's anything there. There's nothing really good there. He goes, all right, we'll, um, we'll go to the uh, police station. There's one around the corner. So we run to the police station and we're at the back of it and the uh he tries to open the door he's like oh the door's locked and i said well i've got a lock pick we'll just lock pick it and he goes no no we'll go around the front there's a front entrance all right so he sprints around the front and i'm you know a couple paces behind him he gets to the front uh and he goes oh this one's locked too and then all of a sudden you hear this fucking gunfire start opening like two uh, there's at least two or three people shooting uh and he's like oh i'm dead and i s- immediately once i hear the uh gunfire I turn around and run the opposite, like where we've come from. I'm trying to run back behind this police station. Uh, so Heath drops pretty much immediately. I got him, I think, straight away. Uh, I get behind the police station. And at this stage, I'm still running. And I'm like, well, I don't think I've been hit. I, I, I think I'm fine. But then my screen goes black. And it says I'm unconscious. So uh, I've obviously been hit, but I just didn't notice it. And... Uh, about i don't know five minutes later not even three or four minutes later uh my my screen comes back and i'm good and i'm like what the fuck Uh, and it turns out if you are energized and um hydrated hydrated which is you've eaten a lot of food and you've also had a lot of water to drink uh you get to a point where you're hydrated and uh, energized there's like your body will heal itself or some shit yeah so i've been shot my uh body has healed itself i've woken up i'm not bleeding and uh i'm like well fuck all right what do i do Heath? do i do i try and find these guys like where do i go and he said oh just uh you know try and sneak around him he's like like trying to guide me where to go over comms and uh as i'm making my way back towards the barracks i managed to aggro a zombie and uh, I've got no rags at this point because I've given them all to Heath in an earlier confrontation. Yep. Um, so I don't have any rags. I'm fucked. And uh, I'm like, well, I can't. I can't really stop and fight these this zombie because I'll get. Uh, I'll just get smashed. Uh, and as I'm running away from this first zombie, I aggro a second one and then a third one. Uh, I'm like, well, I don't know what to do now. Do I just keep running? <laughs> or yep. Do I? Yeah. What do I do? And as I get to the, to the barracks, I turn a corner and uh, I'm running straight ahead and I see two guys look in the opposite direction. And then they just, they must have heard the zombies. They turn around and I hear like a gunshot and then I'm dead. I'm like, fuck, that was those two guys that killed us. Uh, if I didn't have the fucking zombies, I would have nailed them so good. They would have been completely dead. But I fucked up with the zombies. So <laughs> I still got things to learn. Yeah, uh, but I'm very much enjoying it. Like, 
a lot more than what I've played previously. The jankiness of it seems to be a lot more tidied up. They've, they've done some uh, done some work on it. Yeah, definitely, and yeah, it shows. I think. Yeah. Yep, it's back. Like I said, cool. it's back, uh, which is cool because that means we'll have more Daisy stories. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I just, I love the storytelling nature of, of the game, you know, like the ability to just get into crazy situations and the stories that are created out of it are just, I don't know, fantastic. So, so much of the time they're just spectacular stories and everyone who plays gets to have their own story, you know, which I think is awesome. Yeah. That's the appeal to me. The only thing I'm not sure about at the moment is the uh the i guess a game mechanic where if you kill someone all their shit gets ruined um no it's necessary man. i guess they're trying to deter people from just shooting on site that is correct but at the same time then it just turns into a survival robbing game and i don't know if that's a good thing um you can you can shoot them and not ruin all their shit you gotta shoot them in the head right that's it yeah, so then you need get a good. Gun. This is this is the dilemma. Like you've just either you get to a point where you feel confident enough to do the like take the shot, get the head, and then you've got all their stuff, or you can play it safe and rob them. You know, like you've you've just got to. It's priority manager, management, you know? Like, if you spray into them, then you're killing them for the sake of killing them. Yeah. Okay? It's, yeah. Like, maybe some of their shit will be okay, but most of the time it won't be. I think if there's a chance that the stuff will be okay, then maybe that's all right. But if it's enti- if every single time you kill someone, their shit is ruined and it's no good to you, then, yeah. I don't know. Even don't know. even on the dudes you killed, there was still okay stuff. Uh, the dudes you killed at the camp. Oh, okay. There was still okay stuff on them. Just all the stuff that I needed to be okay was fucked. But um, also, like, I've been shot and I can't heal myself now because my shit's ruined. Yeah. That sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, man, that's a bit crap. Like, I'm definitely going to go unconscious because I can't heal myself. But the good thing is that, like, it takes fucking ages to bleed out to unconscious now like it takes a while for that to occur so uh it's no longer a really fast thing which also means that if you cop a hit from a zombie really early on um and use your bandage and then you fucking the next zombie hit puts you in bleeding state it's not a death sentence it's not like well fuck you might as well restart um you have an opportunity i must uh, like it didn't i wasn't in a good state Hmm. Right, but I must have spent at least fifteen minutes running around bleeding, uh, trying to find some sort of bandages, and eventually I found them, and I was able to bandage myself, and I was able to get back onto track again. Uh, although now, obviously, my priorities had shifted, and yeah, I think I think they do a really good job with that kind of shit. Like, I think they have to have bullets ruin gear. I think it's important. Okay. Um. For for the game to have that social interaction, you know, like when I robbed that dude, I could have just shot him, but if I'd hit his backpack, then the only thing he had of worth to me, his backpack, would have been ruined. The dude I robbed at the Blotter Airport, I mean. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I could have just... handcuffed. Uh, you handcuffed, yes. He wasn't happy about the handcuffs. <laughs> no, but I wanted to use them. Yeah. And, you know, you're new, so he can deal with it. Um, but, yeah. Right, anyway, that's cool. That's fine. It's like awesome. It. If you've got DayZ and you've been waiting for a reason to get back in, 0.61 is it's in my opinion. Uh, yeah, at least give it a look. Anyway, we've got another game to talk about. Why don't you introduce the forest, Luke, while I go pee? Okay, I can do that. Um, so the forest is a game that uh, Nathan got us onto. He was talking about it uh, like a week and a half ago, two weeks maybe, um, which he's played previously a while back. And at that stage, it was in early access and it still is at the moment. Uh, but... Yeah, I guess they, um, these guys, it's made of a, a group of three people and, um, they did an update about mid December, which added a, an ending or the ending to the story they're telling to the game. Um, so the forest is a, uh, a survival game where you find yourself in a plane crash. Uh, you wake up from the plane crash and somebody is taking your son from it. And, uh, and then you kind of black out and then you wake up uh, a moment later and the game kind of begins and you're, you're trying to survive. You find an ax on the ground. Uh, there's food all around you from the plane crash and off you go. You got to try and survive basically. Um, you, are you back? I'm back. Yeah. So I just explained the, I guess how Nathan got us into it and he's played it previously and it's still in early access and, uh, just the, the begin, beginning premise of it where there's a plane crash, you wake up and someone's taking your son. Um, and then you find an axe in the ground and you have to go and survive. And there's a whole crafting mechanic in the system. There's building shelters, finding wood, finding food, uh, hunting animals. Um, there's a day-night cycle, which kind of kicks in. Uh, and I don't want to talk too much about what happens in it. Yeah. Because the whole... Much like Glitter Mitten Grove, uh, this is a game about exploring and discovery. Um, and I think that's what this game does really well is that there's so much happening and it's so engaging that uh, every time you discover something new, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, but it's got the basic mechanics there of, of crafting systems and trying to survive. Like there's a... Uh, there's a health system in terms of how hungry you are and you've got to be eating to keep your stomach from, you know, not starving to death. Uh, there's also a water. Um, is it water? Yeah. Yeah, there's water as well. So you've got to keep your body hydrated. Uh, there's a little indicator on there as well. Uh, and then there's, yeah, the crafting stuff. So you've got to build structures and uh, you build weapons and uh, build armor and combining all these different things that you find in, in, in the environment kind of allows you to create you and more things, more better things for you to use. Uh, yeah. I don't know how else, to, what else to talk about without, ex- without spoiling what's going on in the game. Spelunking. Um, spelunking. 90% of the appeal of this game to me was when we would go down into the caves. There's a, so as much like the the island is is handcrafted, so it's not like procedurally generated or uh, like uh, yeah, it's not procedurally generated. Um, but um, 
on like as much of an island as much as a content there is as there is above ground there's almost as much underground as well there's this mm-hmm. intricate network of caves and tunnels and stuff like that and yeah it's fucking awesome it is a really cool spelunking game mm-hmm. um that's yeah that's i think that's what i had the most fun with i mean i'm definitely keen to you know do some building and like create a stronghold and all that kind of shit but to me uh the essence of what i enjoyed was when we would go down a fucking rope and continue to eke forward and see if we could work out where some like where we could get to next yeah stuff like that and yeah it was uh it was really fucking cool man like um yeah yeah. it is there are survival elements there are like there are things out there that can kill you uh, yeah. And when you're venturing down this cave and you hear this fucking sound and you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> and you see something off in the distance and three and dudes like, turn around and run a, away. <laughs> a lighter as your main source of fucking light. So you've at best got like, you can see four meters in yeah. front of you. A couple meters. <laughs> yeah. And then you see more light in the distance and you're like, uh, and there's like some weird shapes silhouetted in that light. And yeah. suddenly panic sets in a little bit and everyone fucking bails. And we, uh, so I, I think we were at a waterfall or like a, a large pond at one stage, uh, yep. collecting food. And I think we'll, we, we were, yeah, we must've been collecting food or looking and just like kind of like exploring. Um, and I was like, oh, I found this this hole in the ground over here. Like, uh, like you can rappel down it. So we, we go down it and we get to the bottom and we're exploring and we hear this fucking sound and we don't know what it is uh, and we can see something in the distance and then all three of us immediately turn around and fucking back up the rope. Like, we just leave. Uh, <laughs> that was our first experience down a cave. Yep. We go back for a while. We did not. And... Uh yeah, it was pretty. Just right. moments like that are really cool. Um, so there's like you you cut down trees, uh, which I think that's that's really cool. Like you get an axe and you can see like the the indentations as you're cutting down this tree, and then as the tree falls down, it, it breaks into like four or three different pieces, and you pick up those blocks and you move them back to your uh, to whatever you're building. It could be like a um, maybe you're trying to build a giant log fire. And you need eight logs to, to, to light this thing and set it up. Um, and then you can use the, the fire to cook your food or um, create it as, make it as a light source or for when nighttime comes. Like, uh, I think the, all the crafting stuff in it is done, is done really well. And I think you had a problem with the, the inventory management, but I like the way it's set out, how you can see everything on this like mat. I think some of that stuff is really cool. Like the presentation of it, I yeah. So I, I only got the map for. Sorry, I mean the not the map the uh, the inventory, right? Like how it's yes. all laid out on the mat. Like there's like a the mats, yes. Like a pit, picnic blanket or some shit. I was pretty confused why you were switching topics, but uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's a real. Like, it does get annoying when you're trying to create arrows. Did you try and do that? I did create. Uh, yes, like not there. The yeah. feathers sort of sit on top of the bow, so there were a couple of times when I'd be trying to combine feathers with my sticks, uh, and I'd click on the bow, and then I'd have to get rid of the bow, and yeah, so that was a little bit annoying. I, I wish there was a 
more streamlined way to do that. But there's there's some pretty decent crafting. I, I wish there was more options for crafting. I wish I could attach a fucking flare to an arrow and fling that off into the distance and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's a little bit rigid in its crafting at this point. It is still early access. It's still it hasn't even reached public alpha status. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's there's places I'd like to see it go. You know, uh, and there's other stuff that we can't even talk about that it's that it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What else is there that we can talk about? Uh, I don't know. I think that's it. I, I the story. Uh, that's all I want to talk about. Without I mean, no, giving away what like what the main story is, I think it's done really well. Um, I'm sure there's bits they can tidy <clears> up, but I I quite enjoyed discovering everything and kind of figuring out like what was going on, and then um, yeah, and just kind of where it all leads to. I think it's really good. It's a lot of fun and well worth the. 15 bucks whatever it was it's on sale at like right now for 10 bucks or, th- or 10 10 usd um which the amount of content i think is in there uh get a couple of friends and play it yeah. it's i don't know how to play on your own uh i think it would be a lot scarier on your own um but having other people there and and like having them work together like a daisy chain of building things is a lot of fun like building your your fort or your your main uh your main home base is is really cool with other people um and just the sense of like holy shit i found this thing over here and everybody else coming over to look and um like we got to stages in that game where uh because there were so many of us playing it there was like six of us at one stage i think playing it uh we would find things while other people weren't playing and then mark them out on a map and then take their, those people to that spot later on and be like, hey, we found this thing here or, uh, you know, we discovered this thing and you kind of walk them through it and show them what it was. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's just a lot of things happening in that game that I think is is done really well and very surprised of how much fun I had with it. Like, a lot of fun. I think I played the first... Like, the first day we played that game... I played about 13 hours within the first yeah. 24 hours of playing it. 13 or 14 hours. My, that was crazy. It was nuts. Yep. Um, so I can't, yeah, I can't recommend this game enough. I think it's it's really good. And I'm, I'm keen to see what else they add to it. Because there is stuff in that environment um, that doesn't seem as fleshed out as some parts of the game. So I want to know, like, what else they're going to put in here. Now that they seem to have gotten the majority of the story completed uh and even if it, even in the stages games in at the moment i think it's worth picking up i think it's pretty solid <laughs> yeah yeah i agree um and there's a new update coming out next week we're not sure what it will entail but i think we're gonna jump in and try like hard mode or something yeah it could just be bug f- fixes or something i'm not too sure but yeah it's very much worth the purchase i think or if you've played it before and haven't checked it out in a while, jump back in because Nathan seems to think that uh, a lot has definitely changed. Yeah. And like we went to drinks the other night and talked about it. Fucking like we've talked about this game for hours. <laughs> just yeah. Not even playing. We've talked about it um, just because of the things it does in there. It's really a lot of fun. 
Yeah. That's the forest. That's the forest. That's all the games we've played, right? That's it. Over the um, well, there's other stuff, but I can't talk about it yet. I can talk about it next week. Cool. Hmm. News. You want to talk about news? Let's talk about the news. Uh, you know probably a bit more about this than I do, but uh, Elite Dangerous has had first contact made. Yes. So first contact with the uh, the alien race in the game, uh, whose name I can't remember off the top of my fucking head. It starts with T. Uh, Thargoids um, and yeah it was it was fucking cool I mean it's been coming for a, a while and uh, a, a dedicated group of players has been chasing after it but uh, they've started interacting with like the Thargoids have been warping into similar space uh, which space which space alongside them and uh, dropping them out and yeah they've been um Showing up for a little bit, doing the uh, little and then fucking off. <laughs> and uh, uh, I don't know, it's it's pretty fucking cool. Um, it's it's exciting because it implies a lot, uh, fairly dangerous. But at the same time, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it made me think about what I get out of Elite Dangerous, and I don't really get that much out of it anymore. Uh, they never really took it in a direction that was what I wanted to play, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so, like, the economy it was never really good enough, and so it was mostly just a fucking grind. It was very much a grind, and they seem happy with that. Or maybe they just they feel like they're in too deep now. They can't change the grind without upsetting a lot of players who ground, ground out their massive massive fucking ships there anacondas and stuff but i think it's critical like the people won't come back if they if they were turned off by the grind people won't come back and i think elite dangerous's business model relies on people returning for a year's worth of dlc or two years worth of dlc and um i just don't yeah if the grind continue, i'm not going to buy the next dlc basically um yeah because why why would i it just doesn't it doesn't have that appeal for me i don't really want to grind shit out introducing but yeah uh that's all i got it's cool though uh google google it google the thargoid first encounter elite dangerous and watch the video because the noise they make the sound design on that shit is on point it's really fucking cool yeah I like how the first video that came out had a bug in it <laughs> that's kind of yeah. disappointing yeah um, but yeah anyway it's, it's a cool cool way to do it uh, next up Diablo the Diablo 3 the 20th anniversary patch went live um, was it last week or December something like that uh, which introduces the original game into it like you can venture in and uh, go down to the dungeons of Tristram yeah. Have you had a chance to check this out yet? Not yet, but I reinstalled Diablo 3, so I could at some point and maybe play some of the season. I don't know. Yeah, because they uh, reset the season as well. Yeah. So, yeah, go check it out and whatever. Um, yeah, we should definitely check out this, at least the event, if not the season. Yeah, it only runs for this month. 
I know, right? So we'll have to jump in at some point. Um, and yeah, it seems like some people on our Discord have got some uh, interesting ideas about the best ways to put together some characters and stuff. Raisty was talking about some Manald heel wizard that is apparently ruining shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And he's can power level as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so they've they've added in the um yeah, the original game stuff. Uh, they've updated like rifts and the way where they work. Um, the adventure mode stuff. So seems like there's a bunch of changes in there to check out. Yeah. Um are you I don't know, man. Are they are they gearing up for the new Diablo this year? I think so. Twentieth anniversary, they're making a big deal out of it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I think they're doing as well. I, yeah, they've got to be doing something, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Either another expansion, or they're just going to go straight to three. Uh, sorry, four. Four. Yeah, I, I think I think they'll, they'll go to four. Yeah. All right. Nintendo Switch presentation Friday, three p.m. AEDT, uh, and I believe Nathan might even be going down for this or something. Yeah, I think he's flying down over the weekend. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So they're doing a media event and a public event as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're going to announce all the details, although it seems like a lot of the details are leaking already. Mm. Except the price. Uh, I haven't seen much on the price yet. But, yeah, it looks like there'll be no Ethernet port. There'll be... No uh, Ethernet port. Yep. All right. Um, It'll use microSD, I believe I read. Uh, yeah, uh, Zelda will be available from launch. That'll be the one, the interesting one to see if that happens. Because the rumors it were that it was going to be delayed, right? And I think, I don't be. think they can delay it. That needs to come out. That needs to be a launch title. It has to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will probably buy it if the price is right. Like, how, how much are you thinking it's going to be? Uh, do you, do you think they're going to undercut? the playstation and the xbox is it going to be they have to and look bucks? at that it can't be i don't think it'd be less than 300 bucks i reckon 350 minimum maybe 400 that's my guess yeah yeah uh, yeah okay so 350 yeah okay yeah that I, seems fair i don't think they can go higher i, I don't think it can be more i don't think so but i I don't see how it could go any lower. I don't see how it could be cheaper than that, considering what it is. Yeah. Like what it, yeah, is going to be. So, yeah. It'll be an interesting one because if it is much higher than that, they'll be in for, I think they'll be in for some trouble. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I have, a, I like, I feel like if they can undercut them, then they'll probably do all right. But, um, it just, kind of do like, what Sony did to Xbox but Sony like I think Sony and Xbox hold all the cards here yeah because they've got like now they've got not like all legacy consoles I guess that are technically more powerful than the Switch yeah. with a massive fucking library of games or a massive library for the PS4 at least uh, and yeah like I don't know man like I don't uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like 
if they wanted to, Sony and Microsoft could both just relaunch their legacy consoles at cheaper. And I, I, I think Nintendo would be in, in trouble. I don't know. Like, you know, Nintendo fanboys will, will get it, but that's not the audience that Nintendo wants. Nintendo already knows they'll get it. Yeah. Because, uh, like, Xbox are doing $300 consoles during Christmas. Um, they've gone up in price now, but they can clearly drop price on that if they want to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think 350 needs to be, like, the limit on that. Yeah. Because um, currently the... Xbox bundles are going for 400 Australian and uh, the PlayStation 4 is about 400 400 and something so yeah I don't know man I think uh, I think it'll be interesting to see if they if they think that they've got a uh, something people would just buy no matter what they price it at yeah and I don't think that'll happen they because so, like consumers are being burnt off their last console um and obviously the Wii U while it was very sorry the Wii while it was very successful um it was still gimmicky in some parts and didn't have the huge games library that people expected it was just kind of first party stuff that they'll dishing out so I don't know I guess people will know before we do on this show anyway yeah because it'll be out yeah absolutely yeah just us speculating true yeah uh, Microsoft scales no Microsoft cancels scale balance yes this is the uh, game being made by Camille uh, oh okay that's not how I thought it was no no um the platinum games platinum games yeah yeah um, so yeah, it was the game about dragons and headphones and all that kind of stuff that I was never really keen on, but, um, yeah. It's another first party, or sorry, a, a exclusive title that's been canceled. Yeah. In, in, yeah, a line of them. I mean, there was Fable Legends last year as well, got canned. Yeah. In December. Yeah. And... Uh, like a lot of Microsoft's exclusives either get canned or just wind up being timed exclusives. Uh, just I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Um, it's it's disappointing that this game got canned, but I was never, like I said, never really very excited for it. It never really appealed to me. It just seemed super. Oh, this is so cool. Look at him. He's wearing headphones. He wears headphones to get his groove on. Oh yeah, so cool. But yeah. that's. That are like I don't know. I'm a I'm a disaffected dickhead. So effort. It's just not it's not cool to me. Effort, man. Anyway, uh, what do you th- were you excited for Scalebound? No, I remember seeing glimpses of it in that uh, initial reveal, but that's all I'd seen of it, right? Yeah. So I don't know what else it had to offer. Like, we didn't right. see it in any other events we've been to for Xbox, so, yeah. But they've... Platinum have done some cool games in the past that I've liked. Uh, I think their combat stuff has been pretty good with Bayonetta and Metal Gear Rising, so... 
Yep. Yeah. It's just the the thing for me is that Microsoft doesn't have much now. Like they just keep canceling their stuff. Like what have they got? It's it's really strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, ne- next up is or well, the last one we've got here. Mass Effect Andromeda has a release date of March twenty first for America and the twenty third for Europe and Australia on PC and console as well. Yeah. All right. So March. And they announced there'll be no season pass. They announced that the multiplayer would tie directly into the single player uh, and it wouldn't be... You, you'll be able to go between single player and multiplayer while in the one game. Yep. Um, yeah, they're announcing a lot of stuff, so... I don't know. They're, they're ramping up towards release. Uh, I'm getting excited for it. Um, me and Nate were talking about it the other day. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm pumped. I mean, I, you know, I, we love Mass Effect games. Yeah. The gap is about Mass Effect games. So, yeah. Um, Lock it in. March. That's, the that's thing I don't cool. like is that it's, uh, they obviously split the launch um, a day. Is it a day? It's about a day apart. Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't know why they've done that. Anyway, uh, that's the news. That's all we got. That's the news. Okay, we got one question from Discord. I don't blame you for not emailing in people because there's no way you could have known when we'd come back. (laughs) But uh, just remember emails, people, emails, lead emails. Uh, I'm actually building a tower to the heavens, but I'm using only emails as a foundation. So, uh if you actually want me to ever make it to heaven, you'd better send emails. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Dangers asked on Discord, uh, what's the best P- uh, PS2 game of all time? And why is it Jack 2 Renegade? Dangers, buddy. The PS2 is one of the best consoles of all time. It had some of the greatest games of all time. It has my favorite game of all time on it. Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, uh, which is obviously the best PS2 game of all time. But it also had Metal Gear Solid 2 on it, and it had Shadow of the Colossus on it. And what else did it have? What was your favorite PS2 game, Luke? Uh, I played a shitload of um, Gran Turismo. What? Yeah. Gran Turismo? Yep. I should have known the fucking the guy who owns a fucking WRX would pick a fucking car game. It was that Gran Turismo three, I think it was or four. I can't remember. I think it was both of them. Um, played a lot of Grand Theft Auto. Uh, played a lot of Final Fantasy. Um, I can't remember which one. Eight. I think it was eight. Was it was eight on there? Do you know? Yeah, Final Fantasy eight was yeah. no eight was. PS1. 10 was PS2. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're thinking of... 7? No. Oh, because... What? Yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember. 10 was on PS2. 10? Yeah. No, what about 
Eight was PS1, nine was PS1. That's right. I had, back, seven was I had PS1. backwards compatibility, right? Yes. Yes, that's what it would have been. Because I didn't have I, a PlayStation 1. But that's not a that's not a PlayStation Doesn't 2 game, is it? I so, played it on PlayStation 2. doesn't really count. Jack 2 was pretty good, though, if I recall correctly. Which one was Jack 2? Uh, I don't know. I didn't play him. You didn't play any of the Jack games? Jack Jack and Daxter? No. Um, they were like third-person action-adventure, um, like lots of weapons and weird, like, odd weapons and mods and stuff like that. Um Jack 2, I think, was a bit more open. It had like a hub world or something. I can't remember. Maybe that was Jack 3. I don't know. I don't know. One of them was pretty good. But Tony Hawk? What? Oh, no, there's no way that there was a good Tony Hawk game on the PS2. Okay. You're probably thinking of another fucking PS1 game. SSX. I guess. Yep. Not really. Definitely SSX. I played a shitload of SSX. Uh. Yes, that was good. Um, and then Metal Gear Two was that? That was PS Two. Yeah, that was PlayStation. Isn't that what we're talking about? PlayStation Two. Yeah, I mentioned Metal Gear Solid Two. Yeah, play a lot of Metal Gear Two. Metal Gear Solid Three was far better. Didn't play that. Well, did not know. play it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I- that's about it. I came quite late into the PlayStation 2, I think. Oh, yep. I mustn't have, because... What was, the, was there a fighting game that launched with... Um, PS2? Like Tekken? That had bowling in it or some shit? I had bowling in it. Yeah. There might have been, like, a weird minigame of bowling in Tekken or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was, I don't think it was PlayStation 3. Pretty sure it was 2. Anyway. Sure. I didn't have stacks of games for PlayStation 2, but had enough that counted. All the good ones. Yep. Uh, was there any other questions? That's it. Good question, though, Dangers. And I guess we're going to wrap up. We can wrap it up. Um, if you want to leave questions, yep. you can jump on our Discord page, which you can find at uh, thegapodcast.com. You can go to that site. Yep. And uh, we have a link to our Discord page on the, uh, on the sidebar. You can jump in and leave us questions or chat with us, or you'll see what games we're in. You jump in and try and kill us, but that won't happen. Um, yeah, shoot us a message on there if you want to play something. Uh, otherwise, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, under The Gap, or the GA Podcast, where you'll... Uh, iTunes, we're under, like, Games and Hobbies. I had a look the other day, and we're still on there, which is good. Um, you'll find us under the What's Hot section because we are what's hot we are what's hot we're the best except for probably last week because we were on break but we were definitely there the other day when i checked so nice that's helpful um awesome uh you can email us at the podcast at gmail.com joe wants some of those being sent in you can find us on twitter at twitter.com slash the ga podcast follow that and also facebook.com slash the ga podcast as well but um, otherwise, Discord is a pretty good place these days to chat with us and whatnot. Um, we have that open most of the time. Otherwise, yeah, I think that's it. You got much happening in terms of writing and whatnot now that the new year has started? Not really, no, not yet. Uh, it's a bit slow. I've been doing like a lot of uh, prep stuff. Um, so I should have some stuff go up on Red Bull Esports 
before the end of the week, before this goes out. But uh, otherwise, it's it's mostly just news about how things went down at Smite World Championship over the weekend. Not well for Australia. Uh, and um, and the upcoming League of Legends OPL season, which starts next week. Yeah. 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 I watched a bunch of Dota on the weekend. Played yep. a bunch of Dota while I was away. It was good. What? Enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm playing, playing much. Yeah, I was kind of looking for something to to play. Uh, oh, yeah. A multiplayer game. Yeah. Um, because I don't really like playing Battlefield by myself, but I can play Dota by myself. Yeah. So, yeah, I jumped Not in. playing Dead, Dead by Daylight? Uh, yeah, still playing Dead by Daylight. I like to jump in and do dailies. Oh, yeah. uh, but they've been on break, so there's been no updates for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's an update coming Friday from what I've read. Yeah. So, yeah, still playing that, still enjoying it. It's good fun. Just we didn't even talk about it. Talk about it enough. Totally. Unless you want me to talk about Dota. Nope. It's pretty good. Nope. <laughs> um, for me, I've got uh, uh, nothing I can talk about. i got some cool. stuff going up next week on Survivor, but otherwise uh, we did our Game of the Year stuff. Yep. Um, uh, which you can go to Survivor.com, check that out. I wrote some, some things on there. If you didn't check out our Game of the Year episode, you'll know that I liked Dark Souls quite a bit. So I gave uh, uh, Dark Souls a mention. Um, nice. But yeah, we did like a... We did a quick uh, discussion over Discord over what should we in what categories, and I think it went down quite well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can check out the site for all the awards over there. Cool. Otherwise, that's it. Anything else from you? No. No. You can find me at twitter.com slash LaurieLawrie, L-A-W-R-I-E. Job is at... Joby Jojo. Nice. Yeah. And that's it for this week. That is um, it. Next week, we'll be talking about Sniper Elite 4. Ah. Yes. Um, which we can't talk about this week, but we can next week. And sure. um, probably some more Paragon... Sure, we'll have some Day Z stories. Yep. And I don't know what else. Maybe a few other things. Maybe. We will see. Um, and there's a uh, magic next week, right? Yes, there is. So maybe. Oh, that's before we record. Before or after we record? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, anyway, we'll talk about that soon. So thanks for listening, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back, Job. Another Thank year you. Of, another year of the gap. <laughs> Another year of amazing podcasting brilliance. I hope everyone listening had an awesome break, by the way, seeing how you won't say it, Luke, because yeah. you clearly don't wish them well. I don't. But me, I'm the good guy. Okay, this year, we're switching roles. Luke is the heel, uh, and I'm the face. Shooting everyone. I'm, I'm the, I'm, it's my John Cena turn, okay? Finally, I get to be Cena as the loved Cena, not the rap battle Cena, so... It's coming, baby. Yeah. And I, I mentioned this last uh, on the last episode, but we had our biggest month in uh, November that we've yep. had. And December was super close. Um, we had one less, epi- one less episode. Yeah. And uh, we nearly very, very came close to breaking that record as well. So Uh-oh. let's yeah. go January. Let's. Well, no, we're short an episode as well. Sure. In January. So, yeah. yeah Thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Seems like we're still getting more people on board. Yep. Um, so, we, yeah, very much appreciate it. Hola. Otherwise, uh, we'll see everyone next week. Word. Bye. Bye. Bye.